Everybody, welcome to the AMX, the All Motorcycle Accessories Australian Supercross Show, brought to you by Recoverate. It's Monday, October fourteenth, and this is the Brisbane Review Show. Joe Stevens in the house as always. I'm joined by my main man Andy Dinnicole. Hello, hello. How we doing, AD? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Doing a little right. tired, a little tired off the brizzy, but we're yeah. holding it down. That's good. I'm happy. Also got uh, Darnell with a microphone this week, so he's not muted. He can defend himself, producing the show, doing his thing. I am back. I'm surprised you got back after your antics on Saturday <laughs> night, dude. It was close. When you, yeah, but we'll not get into that. But it was a close call. No, I mean, we can get into we can it. get into uh, it, yeah. You were at the boarding gate wait, waiting for the plane. Yeah, I was like, I better call Dar now because I've got his ticket. Let's see where he is. Good friend, by the way. Yeah, and he was still asleep at the hotel. Yeah, I was in bed. Um, yeah. <clears throat> good event. Um, antics on Saturday night. Probably not ideal for a 7 a.m. flight. Probably not. We'll but, be, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that's cool, whatever. Did you make the flight, though? <laughs> yeah, I made the flight. That's all that Clean matters. as a whistle, mate. Yeah, he that actually had a better deal than all of us. Yeah. He got up an hour and a half later and made the flight. <laughs> But anyway, Brisbane Supercross, one and done. One and done. And uh, man, what an event. Mm-hmm. Um, guests tonight coming on. We got Jacob Hayes, winner of SX2 on the Circo Yamaha. He rode really impressive, so I'm pretty stoked to get Jacob on. Honestly, don't know a whole bunch about him, but uh, we're going to find out a lot in this interview, which is going to be cool. Uh, Mark Peterson of Troy Bayless Events, TBE. Peter's going to jump on in a minute. Just give us a rundown on how round one went. He's the uh, one of the sort of co-promoters. I think he might be partners in TBE. I'm not exactly sure, um, but he's going to give us a rundown on that. We've got Grady Featherstone, uh, one of my fellow English countrymen. You probably wouldn't know from my accent, but uh, do originate from there. Grady's over with the KSF guys and um, doing his second year of Australian Supercross in SX1. So we're going to have a chat with Grady and uh, see what he's been up to. And uh, who have I missed? Is that that's Are we going to maybe... Mike Cole, uh, Mike Cole called Jake Williams after... Backflip Williams? <laughs> Backflip Williams. Oh yeah. Boy. Did you see that video? I saw it, man. It was oh, freaking wild. <laughs> that was the longest nose wheelie I've seen in a while. Impressive. I believe Dumb, that. The one impressive. that you saw before that would have been probably me. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you still win. <laughs> yeah. The difference was yours was fourth gear wide open. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, like I said, guys, this is the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recoverate. Special shout out to the guys at Fly and MTR for making it happen. I'm sure by now all of our loyal followers have listened to the live show that we did on uh, Saturday. And uh, we do apologize. We had some technical difficulties. Actually, that would be an understatement. We had major technical issues and we couldn't really get out to Facebook Live with the right audio and it was just a mission. So I apologize about that. But we did get the show out on the uh, on the podcast platforms and we've had some pretty decent downloads so far. Yeah, just on the AMX thing, uh, guys, if you jump on amxsuperstores.com.au and put in the uh, code word inside dirt, you'll get 10% off on checkout. So thanks to go. the guys at AMX for getting that for us. So what was the code again? Inside dirt. Inside dirt. No spaces with space. Uh, no, it's no spaces. No Inside spaces. Dirt. Inside dirt, one word, to get you 10% off at checkout. So if you're a loyal fan of the show and you need some parts, you need some gear, whatever it might be, um, help us out, use the code, and we can keep these sponsorship dollars uh, keeping the show moving because that's what it's all about. So 10% uh, off, man. I might have to do – I actually need a new back tyre, so I might have to go down. 
Dude, mm. come and see me. You know, I get that sorted for you. <laughs> at AMX Superstores, I might yeah, add. There you go. Yeah, there That's you it. go. All right, guys. So, like I said, we've got um, Jacob Hayes on the show. We've got Mike Peterson. We've got Grady Featherstone. Might give uh, Snake Williams a quick call and talk about the backflop on the mini bike class. But right now, let's get into it. What time we got, Donnell? 7.12. Um, so, we're going to give Mike Peterson a quick call uh, from TVE. We'll do that now. And uh, just check in with Peter. Uh, like I said, he's, I believe, a partner in Troy Bayless Events. We talked to Troy on the Saturday uh, live show, and it was cool talking to Troy. He's a bit of a legend. Mm-hmm. And um, unbelievably calm for the event that was going on, I thought. It was a madhouse, I feel like, you know, and he was uh, he was doing good. But um, all right, we got him on the line now, I believe, Mark Peterson. Peter, how you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I was just saying that, um, you know, I spoke to Troy on Saturday with the live uh, pitch show that we did, and he was very calm, and um, you sound surprisingly with it, considering I don't think you would have slept much over the weekend as uh, all the hard work going on promoting the event. Yeah, no, obviously, big weekend. Um, yeah, Troy, myself, Kim, and, and our, our crew were um, lifting boards all day yesterday, getting them out, so I think we are out of the venue about 1 p.m., um, pro tracks and and um and Hunt Swanson Jones did an amazing track over the weekend. So yeah, it showed the um uh, the results of racing was incredible. I don't think I've seen so many passes in an indoor venue for years. So um yeah, it was a credit to everybody. Um uh, it's been a long weekend, it's been a big weekend. I think it launched the series in a great way. And um uh, yeah, happy days. It was, mate. And look, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we've got the promoter on the phone and it sounds like we're blowing smoke. But I, I was honestly, as soon as I walked in the, the arena on Saturday morning, I saw the track. I was like, this is going to be sick. And the, the track layout, you know, the lap times were short. There's no getting away from that. But man, the, the racing that that track provided was, um, it was next level. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've got to give um, Josh from ProTrax a real big um, prep up for that because he, he come to me and said, Hey, Peto, what's your thoughts if we just don't do a triple um, and we put in another rhythm lane? And he explained, if we do that, it's, everyone's going to still see the big jump at the finish line, but instead of going a big jump and then turning around and just doing another big jump, um, he said it's going to give more passing opportunities, and it certainly did. I don't know. I, I spoke to a lot of riders after practice and um, during the event, and, and the, you know they were, there was compliments left out and center usually. You know, riders are the first ones to give a lot of backlash, but it wasn't that. So they loved it. So that meant that they could go hard, make the pass. But I think other than Brayton, who just you know got good starts and and raced clean and and didn't have any issues, um, he definitely stepped it up. You know, he other than him, I think every other person was changing positions in every race. So that's, you don't often see that indoors. That's for sure. No, it was cool because the track. You know, you had that base rhythm um, after the finish uh, that went into that left turn and then you also had after the whoops there was that big open left before the finish so when I saw both those left 180s at the start of the day I was like it's going to be on as far as um you know I think some of the riders thought it might have been one line for passing but as soon as as soon as it was out for practice you could see that there was lots of spots to make room so um you know hats off to Josh and you know hats off to you guys for for making that event run um I think it was important you know that that first round in that arena in that you know in that environment I think it was great for the series yeah, no, it's good. It was good. Like, obviously, you know, we would have loved more people to turn up. Um, I think the people that were there were saw, saw incredible racing. There's no doubt about that. So, it's um, you know, there's just, unfortunately, the mentality and trolls and stuff like that, words going out about small tracks, no good, all that sort of stuff. Look, in reality, if we had been in any other outdoor track in Brisbane that weekend, there would not have been an event. So, um, we were happy. You know, everyone that turned up, there was a roof on it, and um, 
the preparation was perfect. The track held up probably better than I've seen any indoor supercross track hold up at anywhere um, for a full night's racing. And yeah, it was just a good event, great way to kick it off. You know, obviously the the big boys and the juniors. It was it was really good. Like you know, it was it was a good event. We're really happy, and um, you know, the, the biggest thing we could say is probably that the riders are happy as well. So um, that, that's good to come out of out of week one and then and look towards. Port Adelaide this weekend where we go opposite we go to pretty much one of the biggest tracks of the year I think it is, we've got the most dirt out there um, Josh again, he's going to be building that track and you know, I spoke to him just before and he's like, Peter, let's go crazy, like let's go big, big, um, you know we can do it there, so it's one of the only venues that can you can actually do it because obviously getting that much dirt into venues is is um, very expensive but um, Gilman has the, has the dirt on site, so Last year's track show uh, showed that you can go crazy if you've got that much dirt. Um, you know, in any of the other venues like the the Wollongongs and Marbles and and um, stuff like that, like it, just physically to be able to get seven and a half thousand tons of dirt in there is almost incomprehensible because of um, how long it takes to actually move that much, how much preparation you got to put down, and all the rest of it. So, but Adelaide's going to be out of control. It's going to be big. So if you like big tracks, that's where you should be. And I think the riders that really show how they can ride on big tracks um, is going to be next level for sure. Hey, Peter, it's uh, Darnell here. Um, just congratulations on the event. It was absolutely awesome uh, to see it all happen live. Um, the Justin Brayton jerseys for the VIPs, that is something that I don't think any other event has had. No, that, was, that was awesome. And that yeah. was unbelievable to see. So um, are you going to bring anything like that to other rounds that people can get involved with because that was just an awesome sight to see. Yeah, yeah, no, it was incredible. So we had just under 400 VIPs up there and, and obviously they got to do the track walk. When they were out on the track, they actually picked up their signed um, Brayton jersey and then and then um, Justin and, um, and Medi both come out and actually did a guest presentation um, and went down and had a photo with everybody. Everybody there, they all had their jerseys on. It was pretty incredible. All the guys signed and everything. Um, and, and stood around for photos and literally five minutes before practice that was. So, look, in Adelaide, um, once you've got a normal ticket into the venue, you can actually do a rating package upgrade to go into the grandstand. The grandstand is quite small there, but um, it's $100. And, and with that 100 bucks, you, you're getting a signed um, rating jersey. So <laughs> it's a pretty incredible deal. Um, you got the best seat in the house and, um, and a jersey. Um, and, and from that, like, I, as I walked out, you know, I went up and, and thanked you, Reece, for obviously coordinating it with the riders and sponsors and so on. And he said, look, he goes, mate, you know what? It was that good that Medi said to me, how can I get to be a part of that next time? So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, th- I don't think there's any rider in the pits that wouldn't want that many jerseys with their name on it going around. And uh, the kids are all stoked. And um, so hats off to the to the sponsors of your events, really, because, you know, the guys that, um, you know, AMX, McLeod's, Fly, um, they're all pitching in, even even you know jumping on board to help sponsor this show and really make everything happen. And uh, testament to those Absolutely. guys and, and yourself for really putting on a, a great platform to grow the the series. I think. No, exactly. It's, it's really good. Like all the sponsors, like there's, there's obviously a long list. None of the events would take place without them. That's that's reality. Um, and yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. Um, I should just touch on actually for for Wollongong, we're we're about to announce it. So you guys are probably the first one. So the VIP packages in Wollongong. Um, will also receive a um, a Fly Racing Brayton number one jersey, um, nice. and they will also receive a factory Circa Yamaha hat. So 
um, that's all part of the deal as the VIP package in Wollongong as well. So, it's, yeah, those guys like Fly have been amazing. Obviously, Justin's been amazing, Honda, and all the other sponsors. So, um, there you go. So, if you're after a, a, an incredible offer, so check out the VIP packages and, and um, yeah, all the other perks that go with it. That's great, mate. Well, hey, um, so real quick, just let everybody know with Adelaide coming up and also Wollongong, um, where can they get tickets and what's the yeah, go with the rest of the series? Yeah, so Adelaide, obviously, um, Gilman on Saturday night. Um, we are starting at five thirty now as well instead of six. So we're actually allowing all the qualifying to take place for the for the just general entry, and then we stop for the sunset and go into the mains from seven. Okay, um, awesome. That tickets there at trybooking.com. And Wollongong, obviously, massive track. We've got incredible. We're going up the hill there. We've got Matt O'Reilly, the water bike, speed and style, legends lineup. Um, triple header format and next door is the Motorcycle Festival and those tickets are available at Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. And what was the first one for Adelaide this weekend, sorry? Trybooking.com. Trybooking.com. So, All yeah. right, guys, there you have it. If you want to get some tickets for Adelaide, it's not too late. It's only Monday. And uh, let me tell you what, um, after seeing the racing we had on the weekend in Brisbane, I can't wait to see what uh, what tra- what track Josh is at Full Tracks is going to build to see Brayton and the boys go massive. Those Pro Tracks guys, uh, they do a good job, so I'm not doubting that Adelaide's going to be pretty impressive, Peter. That's it, yeah. And last year we had 3,500 in Adelaide. Um, we can only hold 4,000 in there, and um, it looks like it's going to probably go. So, yeah, we don't we don't suggest you wait too long. Um, if there are tickets available, they will be available at the gate. But, yeah, definitely, if you want to make sure you're not going to miss out, jump on that trybooking.com. And, um, yeah, let's see if Maddie can go um, back-to-back or any of the other Aussies can come out and step it up and, and take on Brayton on, on what he's probably used to being yeah. on such a big track. I tell you what, after watching Maddie on Saturday night, I think he's going to have something for Brayton in his hometown because he was, he was on it. I think he had the speed to match him, probably the only person that could match him really other yeah. than Reardon maybe. But I think for the SA fans, Maddie's going to have something for him, that's for sure. Mate, I, I can't believe like both classes how how much everyone stepped up. I think <laughs> it must have been preseason or something like that. Like everyone's gone berserk this year because there's no doubt the level of riding um, is, is next level. There's, there's no question about that. Um, we've seen it now on the tight track bar banging. We're going to see it now on the big track and, and going big and fast and long and and all the rest of it. So hey, it's credit. It's a, it's a great way to start the season, and, and I think it's going to be a great season. We're, we're really stoked to be a part of it, and hopefully um, yeah, people get behind it. We can announce that um, Brisbane is going to be the delayed TV package they're working on at the moment. That'll be announced shortly when that's going out so everyone can watch that. And um, and Wollongong, we're also going to have a delayed TV package for that event as well. So we're, we're working our way to... Um, you know, getting that exposure out there. Um, and, yeah, we just need those crowds to keep supporting it so we can keep making sure that these events um, get that exposure. Yeah, that's it, mate. And uh, that's one thing I keep saying on the show and I really want the general public to understand. I think everyone's a little short-sighted with this stuff. Like, it's been a long time since we've had a Supercross series in Australia that's this promising and growing and really, you know, um, evolving into what it is now, which I think is a world-class Supercross series. And, that takes time. That takes a lot of investment and money from companies like yours. And um, I think the fans have got to stick with it. Like you said, the trolls and everybody that, that, that talk smack on the internet, they, they don't know any better sometimes. And they probably, you know, should probably think about before they open their mouths. But the, you know, there, there is no shortage of investment that, you know, you guys at TBE and the guys at AME are putting into this series. Like if you're a fan of the sport, even if you're a casual fan, you've got to support it because if you if you want it to grow, like I know it can, and guys like yourself are putting the effort in for it, it's it's got to um, 
it's got to have that support. So uh, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, we love the Americans coming over. You know, a lot of those Americans are actually bringing the, the teams here. And you know, to be quite honest, if if there wasn't Americans racing in, in the Australian series, you know, Troy Ballas events, we we probably wouldn't be promoters. To be quite honest, we want we want the Aussies to have that opportunity to race. You know, guys from overseas. We know that now they're starting to see the Australian series as a real you know proper series and a great place to actually um, get a name for themselves as well so look you know we we can't you know do anything but welcome every every international rider that wants to come to australia and ride it can only benefit um the aussies here and you want to get better you might as well do it against the best so that's it it certainly a proving ground um with the americans and the aussies there was no shortage of battles that's for sure but hey peter we're gonna have to run mate we've got some other guests coming on i've got jacob hayes in a minute that um, i don't want to keep waiting so um you know Glad we get you on and uh, enjoy some downtime on Monday night, mate, because I have a feeling your week is going to be pinned covered in Adelaide. So, um, That's it, mate. We head off tomorrow morning and make sure you say congrats to Jacob as well. He was uh, he was the second American to put his hand up and get over here, so awesome. That's it. All right, Peter. Well, hey, uh, enjoy the week. Best of luck. Um, thanks for a rad event in Brisbane, and I'll see you Saturday in Adelaide. No worries. See you, boys. See you, Peter. All right. Uh, I tell you what, people, event promoters, they don't get enough credit. They get a lot of um, scrutiny and BS thrown at them, whether it's whether it's Kevy doing the MX Nationals, whether it's these guys doing Supercross, like, you know, Darnell. I mean, obviously, Andy, you weren't there, but um, mm. you've been around the events long enough. You know how much work goes oh, into absolutely. it. But, you know, we, geez, we got there at, um, I think I got to, the, what time did we get out of the airport? It was like, Quarter, uh, like 8am you know we, we got there yeah, I, all blue. I left my place at 3am yeah. and didn't stop until 4am the next day <laughs> but, but we're on the easy schedule like you know those, speak those for crew, <laughs> the crew that have been working the event like even the the bump out when you think about it like we I think I left the arena at 11 maybe 10 I'm not sure um, I left at 11.45 and I was yeah, probably yeah, only done packing up the cameras and stuff but like the, the track crew had only just started tearing down and they were going all night. And you know what? Like a pe- people that talk, you know, rubbish on these promoters and stuff, without these promoters, these events don't happen. No. You know, and, and if it didn't happen, they'd complain as well. So, you know, I think... Uh, it's always going to be the same people complaining. I think we all know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're never going to win. Um, but, you know, if you're a true fan of the sport, I think, or at least I hope, and a lot of people don't know, and if you do know... You know, and if you don't, you need to go to an event yeah. and uh, check it out because these supercrosses are no joke. But anyway, um, Jacob Hayes, can you do me a favor? Can you text Hayes and tell him we're going to call him in like uh, 10 minutes? Just say 7.40 because um, I want to talk about SX2's results real quick before we get into Hayes because Absolutely. otherwise we're just going to go straight into another guest with no context of what happened. So um, for all you guys that are listening, there was no, um, obviously no live TV. There's going to be a highlights package going out soon on... Um, um, yeah, that's fine on TV. But in the meantime, um, I'm sure if you've been living under a rock, maybe you don't know what happened, but for the most part, everyone is on the Instagrams nowadays and uh, they would have seen the massive amounts of content going out. There was good coverage on the, on the gram. Yeah, I thought there was, you know, and like there was live timing. There yeah. was all the news feeds. Um, the race team's putting out coverage. Yeah. There was heaps of stuff going on. I think that's good as well. Like people, people should get on the gram because like if we don't have any way of, Viewing it, you know, that's their way. And well, in this day and age, I think some of the the elderly, not elderly, but the elders are still on Facebook as opposed to Instagram, and it's a little less instant, I guess. Yeah, it's a little yeah. less instant gramming. Yeah, but, no, I agree. Um, do you just want to put that 
so I can't see him. I need to be able to see my, my guy so I can have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Don't know the best for my mic. So anyway, um, SX2. So let's get into it. Like we talked about last week, the format. So it went like this. 10 rider gate in Brisbane. Average lap time was around you 24, 25 seconds. I don't know how they were going around that track. I mean, I think Reardon's best time was a 22.8 or something. Yeah, I think his Super Bowl time uh, was 22.6. 22.6. Yeah. My goodness. And that, I mean, there was a lot of ground to cover, right? Like that track had a, a, a full-length stadium set of whoops. Mm-hmm. It had a finish, mm-hmm. a right-right. It had a 3-3 three, three or a, like a low-high bounce a to a 3. Real tap 3 yeah, out. Yeah. Three. And that's that. <laughs> Jats, Jats Richo. Shout out to Jats. Yeah, I like wanted to get him on the live show, but then after that crash, I seen him icing his ankle and his bike was all smashed up, so I didn't want to interrupt. But um, no. And then it went left and there was a, a 2 on off or a 3, three. three over. Mm-hmm. Um, that was gnarly. gnarly. Like the, them guys pulled it out in the main, the 40 guys. They didn't do the 3 in before that. No. And um, but that's what I'm saying. The track was like it was it was busy. I don't know how they were doing such fast times, but what Pedo said there is right. Like they up this. Everyone's upped it this year in Supercross. Like I, the yeah. Americans, but the yeah. Aussies too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at Luke Clout. I think he did really well this, you know, yeah. this well, weekend. Let's talk about SX right, too. Like let's do it. the overall, right? Jacob Hayes gets the overall. Yeah. Aaron Tanny second. Tanny, badass, badass. Wow. Weekend from like Tanny, Tanny I, I yeah. wanted to get him on tonight. Um, but I'm sure most of you guys that listen to us probably listen to Osmoto as well. And Marty and I, um, contrary to probably what everyone wants, we don't hate each other. We're actually friends. And Marty and I talk, and it's like who you got on your show, and he's got um, Tanny going on his show uh, this week. So yeah, we got Hayes. Yep. But uh, so yeah, listen to what Tanny had to say on Osmoto because that'll be cool. But Tanny, wow, freaking killed it! Like from the beginning of the day, Daniel, he was on it, right? Yeah, just true. Well, maybe. Maybe I'm not. I might be the only one to think this, but I didn't rate him that highly coming into Supercross. I might be a little uneducated. Nah, he's he's always been a gnarly Supercross he's rider. Been pretty good, but, but that result, man, to go with his second overall. Yeah, so he and went rode well all second, second in the second. first main and third in the second oh, main. Go, so yeah. outside of Hayes, he was the most consistent. No, he went two two. Yeah, no, no, two three. Okay, yeah, but either way, gnarly consistent. Like on that track. Like and he was pressing forward, dude. Like if he'd have had a whole shot or a better start, I think he could have really like done some damage. I think as a weekend, that's a that's a positive weekend for Tanny. hundred percent. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. So going to go one two. Gavin's got to be happy with that weekend. Yeah, when I called Gav today to get um to Jake to get Jacob's uh, number, Gav's normally pretty stern. I don't know. You get a smile out of him in the pits here and there, but he seemed pretty pretty happy today. Yeah, it's quite hard to read, but <laughs> good weekend. So, Gab, uh, be nice to us next week. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think Gab hates me, honestly, because like doing doing an IGTV for so many years, I'm like, man, did I did I say something to offend him at points? But nah, he um he was like, when when Jacob came off of that second moto with the win, he gave Gavin like they gave each other the biggest hug, and Gab was pumped. So, um, hats off to the Circo guys, one two. Yeah, that's gnarly. That's um, sick. Now, Chris Blows ended up third overall. Um, Josh yeah. Osby fourth. Jay Wilson fifth. Bradley Taft sixth. Wilson Todd seven. Mitchell Oldenburg eighth. Dylan Wills ninth. Carl Webster tenth. Mm-hmm. And then let's find these B main uh, numbers. So after Dylan Wills, it was Jace Cosford, Morgan Fogarty, and Ricky Latimer, which would round out. How does that work? That's 10 through. See, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, okay, because what happens is Wilson Todd and Dylan Wills get put through to the 
So yeah. um, our apprentice, Andy Dinicole, actually printed these results off and yeah. uh, we're going to get the rest of the... So basically how it worked, guys, to refresh, if you didn't get the top four in your heat race, so it was basically um, top four from each heat went through to the, the main instantly. So that yeah. was eight spots. And then one and two from the B main, it kind of worked like an LCQ for those guys. So for Wilson Todd and Dylan Wills... They went to the A main and then raced again. Yeah. And then the, from um, from third to 10th in the B main got points from yeah. th- 11th, 11th to 18th. So I don't know. It was a little confusing, but that's how it went down. Um, so basically your points were Cosford 11th, if you count them as one main. So right. it was Cosford, Fogarty, Latimer, Barham, Hugh McKay, Jack Kukas, and then Regan Duffy and Riley Jukes. Damn, how's that ride for um who got eleventh there again? Chase Cosford. Cosford. Dude, that dude. Again, Ranch MX last year. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Cosford's on away. one, but I saw some videos of him on Instagram and he was he looked pretty good on a supercross bike. Do you yeah, follow him, Andy? Uh I think I've seen it. I am yeah. I'm I'm out on the gram. I mean I've i follow a lot of guys, but I don't think I follow him. Yeah. You follow your American homies. The homies. You got no yeah. time for your Aussie boys. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Um, speaking of MX2 and Aussie boys, we've got to give a shout out to the local guy, Jake Carr. Oh, um, for sure. Jake got nothing short of lucky, I guess you could call it. He he got bucked off the last whoop and um, up onto the bars, whiskied off the bum, yeah. and it kind of threw him. he done a number on himself. Through the fence into the stadium wall. And uh, would you say it was the biggest crash of the weekend, Daniel? Uh, definitely. I've been speaking yeah. to Jake and his partner, Annie, throughout yeah. the day. They are quite close friends of mine. Um he is good. He's well. As we say good. Um, he's in a bit of pain. As so good as you can be. Yeah. yeah. It looked a lot worse than maybe his injuries. So shout out to Jake. We hope you're feeling better, man. And um, yeah, that was gnarly. But uh, to talk about Essex two a little bit more. We're going to get Jacob Hayes on the line from Circo Yamaha in just a second. Give it probably another few minutes, and then we'll give him a call. But right now, um, so let's take a look at the individual mains because we ran a two moto format, kind of like the Triple Crown in the states. Um, and Dino, it was a quick turnaround. Like it went MX2, sorry, SX2, SX1. And then, I mean, the SX1 main was 10 laps, same as SX2. And then SX2 were back on the line. Like it was instant. Yeah, it was quite fast. Uh, quite stressful for riders, staff, everyone involved in yeah, that. Yeah, there was no downtime. The so, racing was sick. So SX2 main number one, Osby gets the win. He takes the whole shot and just checks. I guess you could see, yeah, for that arena, he checked out. Like yeah. he was a, a little bit ahead. Yeah, I mean it's a small, it's a small lap, and yeah, to be like over a second there. up, it's kind of like yeah, checking out. Checking I'd out say for sure. Um, Aaron's handy gets second. Like I said, he was moving forward both motos. That was super impressive. Yeah, Hayes got a third. Didn't have the best start. Came through. Um, I think right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, now Blos got fourth. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg got fifth. Wilson Todd got sixth. Jay Wilson seven. Now Wilson went down. Who did he go down with in the first one? Because he had a good start. I can't remember. You didn't, you didn't catch it on the my cameras? My brain has melted. Yeah. I believe he's, he's injured at the moment as well. Jay? Oh, Wilson Todd. Oh, Wilson Todd. Yeah, so yeah. The, the word with Wilson Todd was he hasn't been riding for about a month, I heard. Don't yeah. quote me on this. Um, he I think he broke a rib, and then his Instagram post today said he rebroke the same rib, rib. when he crashed. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, he and wasn't dude, firing. Ribs suck. Yeah, you know. You've done enough Ribs of them. suck to ride with, man. Yeah. They're not easy. So I think that he's done fairly well. Like sixth and what did he get in the last race? Uh, eight. Six, six, eight. Not bad. Not horrible. And it's a tight track, you know, high intensity. So um, Brad Taft, eighth. Um, 
Ninth was Dylan Wells. We we'll, just say we'll, we'll, he had the flu all week. Yeah, yeah, he was sick. Andy uh, Taff made the main, despite your prediction. So Mate, Wills, he, he made your main. <laughs> Andy made your main. Yeah, the guys you were uh, yeah. talking smack on talk. AD. <laughs> um, and then Kyle Webster, motor number one, uh, SX main one. I don't know what happened to Webster. It looked like his, I don't know whether his bike wouldn't start, his battery was messed up, or his whole shot button. There was a bunch of guys, probably something to talk about, Andy. You've ridden Supercross a lot with super suspension. Yeah. There were so many guys that um, couldn't get their whole shot buttons released on the weekend. Like, they'd put them in with SX suspension. Yeah. And it wouldn't budge. Like, they go down the start straight and have to come back in. Like, yeah. it was happening it's, in practice, as especially. There was so many. It's it's a catch. Like, if you have your suspension too hard or you've got your whole shot button too far down. Well, yeah, you're, you're, there's like no leverage, yeah, right? You got nothing. I think there's a lot of people that will be learning a lesson. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't want to speak on Webster, but I seen him like kind of pushing on his front end, pushing his bike down to start straight in that first main. And then he was pushing the button and nothing. Mm. But then he was back on the line it, for the second one. It was a line. fairly short start straight as well. So he didn't really get too much speed getting up. Nah, and it was completely flat because he yeah. didn't get used the rest of the night. Like it was straight down the barrel of the stadium and then the track looped around it. Yeah. Um, so that could have been the reason as well. And then, uh, right, so main two, Jacob Hayes gets the win, gives him the overall. Chris Blow's got second. Now Blow's, he was fast. Moving. Like moving. Fast, man. The start of the day, it, like in qualifying, it was like Blow's is... It's yeah. over. Blows yeah. has got it. Blows and Jay Wilson came together in, that's the, right. in the opening. In the opening. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, it, before the finish jump, I seen the photo, right? Yeah. He yeah, posted the first turn or something. Yeah, maybe. He posted something on Instagram uh, saying a rider yeah. came in too Yeah, <laughs> he made a point that it wasn't his fault, yeah. but I don't know. Um, Jay Jay and he came together. But anyway, Aaron Taney third, so that gave Taney second overall, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Jay Wilson fourth. I mean, Wilson looked good all day. Um, this is this guy's really annoying me. Do you think? All right, if you're Wilson, you know you won the opening round last year, and you got what did he get? Sixth. You got. Yeah, Jay got, got fifth. Uh, fifth overall. Um, but what? he's only nine points down. What do you? Did he have the speed? Do you think he had winning speed? Um, the first round. No, but he was. Not that far off. Yeah. Like, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, he had good starts in his heat race. So, like, the heat races, he was second in his heat. He led for Mitchell Oldenburg. Oldenburg got him on the last turn, I think, or the second to last turn on the last lap of his heat. Yeah. When I saw Jay do that, I was like, all right, he's feeling he's yeah. feeling good. He didn't get the start in the main. Yeah. But he was there or thereabouts, you know. Yeah, for um, sure. Osby, fifth in heat, uh, main two. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, so I was doing um, – I'm doing some race coverage and, and press and everything for, for Raceline KDM. So I was in the tent a lot and talking to uh, the mechanics and, and Josh and that. And and from from what I could tell, you know, he whole shot that first one, got into a crazy good rhythm. Yep. The second moto, he was third out of the gate. And then he had pressure from um, from Tanny and Jay, like the whole moto. You know, like when I say pressure in an arena cross setting, there. like they were hounding him. Yep. And he just, I don't think he could get, clear enough track to figure it out and ended up fifth yeah so he tied for third overall but got fourth on the count back from blows so that kind of sucked for osby yeah but for sure he was on it man like have you spent time with osby you have right? yeah yeah he's a he's definitely a really he's a, good he's guy. A cool guy i was talking to him on obviously doing some stuff on on socials him on saturday and yeah yeah cool guy um yeah. brad taft six in main two dylan wills seventh in main two wilson todd wilson todd outside gate dude outside gate yeah no way anyone pulled a start from there all weekend. Hold ass. Hold up. Pulled a holy from the outside gate. Led the first lap. It gets better. It gets better. 
gets to the finish jump. I don't know what happened because I was behind the gate the whole night. I couldn't see. The only thing I couldn't see was the, the up ramp of the finish jump. Yeah. Wilson Todd rolls it. I guess he blew the turn or something. And it, not rolled it, like he jumped to the flat, right? And everyone starts jumping the finish over his head. No. And we're all holding our breath. We're like, oh my God, he's about to get splattered. And he goes hard right off the up ramp of the landing, jumps out into the start straight, dodges the officials, jumps back on like third spot. He's a wild man. Dude, it, yeah, the crowd, it was like, everyone was like, oh my, like, <laughs> we thought it was done. Like, yeah. remember when uh, Trake and I, oh, like, I thought it was going to be like crash, that. Man. That'd been bad. That'd been real bad. It would, but he ended up eighth. I think that whole rip thing kind of blew his, you know, probably blew yeah. him out as far as. Uh, For sure. And if you're a month off on Supercross, man, it's not easy getting in on the gate, you know, like Supercross is, is no joke, you know. Um, so we're going to get Jacob Hayes on right now. And uh, before we get Jacob on, I probably didn't, should have done my homework. Who was he riding for in the States this year? Traders Yamaha. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then Mitchell Oldenburg, he ended up ninth. Um, Oldenburg went down at the start of the second moto. Uh and Carl Webster was tenth, so I mean you can't be you can't be too mad at Webster. You know he just came back from MX and Nations, probably rode sand for the last six yeah. weeks heading into Assen. Uh, that's Jacob Hayes' voicemail, <laughs> so yeah. uh, we'll have to call him back in a second. Um, he'll call us, maybe. Yeah, either way. Um, I mean, yeah, Webster, uh, like he said on his Instagram post, man, he was just like, "Look, I think he spent three days on a Supercross trap before round one." Dude, it's tough. Supercross is no joke. He, he told us to call him at 7.30, so he'll be around his phone somewhere. Yeah. Mm, try calling him again. Um, so I think I was honestly a little bit – there was a couple guys, I, I don't want to say underwhelmed, Andy, but um, in that setting, it's probably hard to really yeah. feel everybody's Supercross skills out, yeah. like round one, crazy tight arena cross track. Um, yo, I know that some Crazy. people, uh, I, I think Luke Cloud, uh, to quote him, that, um, oh, we're just, okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, to I quote him, he said, myself. you know, the rural racing is going to begin, uh, you know, come uh, South Australia, you know. Um, we're only just kind of warming up. And uh, I, I agree, man. Like, it really came down to a start this weekend. I mean. It did. I think, like, Oldenburg looked really good in practice. Yeah. Um, sorry, man. My ears just went out. I don't know what the hell happened there. As well. Um, well, Jacob Hayes is not answering the phone right now. So, hopefully, we'll get him on. Uh, hey, we can talk. We can talk. Yeah, we rubbish, can talk. So, it's know? all good. Um, Oldenburg, I expected more of, honestly. He yeah. looked good in practice. He crashed in the start of the second final. Um, I was also, honestly, a little bit underwhelmed with Brad Taft. Yep. Um like, he was solid, but... But are they used to these tracks? You know, well, they're used know to if, AMA mode, like, yeah, Supercross. You, you know, could like, see the guys from America that had ridden arena cross, like, blows. Yeah. Dude. Crushed it. First lap of practice. Yeah. Well, obviously, first lap's under waved yellows. Second lap, everything. Yeah. The rhythms, whoops, just... Just done. That doesn't like, surprise me. Nah. And you know what it's like in the States. There's yeah. no downtime. I mean, There's, the Aussie guys, like, credit to them. They were going for it as well. Yeah. Um, But uh, did Featherstone text me back as well? He did. He's good. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the first show that we haven't had a guest uh, answer on time, but that's all right. We'll figure it out. Um, so moving forward, now my question in SX2 is probably this: um, after seeing what we saw, it's going to come down to Hayes. I mean Hayes, Osby, yeah, um, Chris Blows, Chris Blows, probably Tanny, yeah. Jay Wilson's going to be in there, yeah. I didn't really see anybody else that could challenge for wins, I don't think. What do you think, Darnell? Dark horse for the series. I'm going to say it now. Tanny, I think he can 
get it done. The way he rode on the weekend really, really impressed me. And I think he's our best chance as an Australian to win that title outside of maybe Jay. From from that performance in Brisbane on Saturday night, I definitely agree. Yeah. From a point standing right now, I think he's he's our best shot. And uh, I think everyone should get behind Tanny. Yeah, well, there you have it, guys. You got it first from Darnell. There you go. He's Adelaide's going to tell the, the tell the story, so to speak. If yeah. um if if Tanny's on it in Adelaide, um, yeah, you know we're going to see because if, if Adelaide has big whoops, because look, the whoops weren't that big in um no in Brisbane. Like, in Brisbane, I it's probably the one thing I would have said about the track. I would have expected bigger whoops because it was such a small venue that the whoops might have slowed everybody down a bit more. Yeah, but it made the racing better because it was an equalizer. Like yeah. none of the amount other than Brayton, yeah, we'll talk about that in SX1 because my yeah. God, his whoop speed yeah, was, he's it was ridiculous. Disgusting. On them Honestly, things. it was, it made me feel physically uneasy watching him he's go that fast. So ridiculously good on whoops. Yeah. But you know what? I talked a bit, I didn't talk bad about Tanti. I just, you know, I didn't think he was going to be as good as he is, but he, he's crushed it so far. You know, Aaron Tanti, obviously ridiculously fast, underrated, um, well, I mean, I think because what year did he just get completely written off at AusX Open in that rhythm section? Who landed on him? Was Mitch it Evans. Mitch Evans? Yeah, that was in 17? 17 or 18. That was nasty. That was bad. horrendous, honestly. Horrible, that was like spec. Yeah. yeah you know, Trey yeah. uh, Bad. Bad. Um, really bad. I remember looking at it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's just. Yeah, that, that made me, yeah, didn't feel good at all. Um, so. I think that Oldenburg. In South Australia, he's going to turn up. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, he he hadn't ridden Supercross on a Honda until he got here. Yeah, he just come out of outdoor nationals in the states. Like, there's a lot of factors, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe Hayes fell asleep or something. But you know what? <laughs> like so did so did Hayes, man. He came out of motocross. He ra- he raced. Uh, but he was riding a Yamaha in the states. Yeah, and that, that Circo that Circo bike is a good bike. Yeah. Yep. You know, and yep. he's been over here for a few weeks testing with the team. He raced here last year. Yeah. I mean, you know what it's like traveling and racing. It's a culture shock. Like for Oldenburg. I don't know if he's been overseas. A lot of Americans haven't. Um, yeah. I don't think he has. And you know what? It's different suspension. It's a different bike. It's the way the power delivery is. It's yeah. everything on those bikes. They're going to be so much different to what he's used to, you know? Um, so. Oh, no. Dude, you, you forgot about the... Have you done it again? I've done, done it again. Daylight savings. Bro. It's not that hard a concept to understand. Daylight Queensland savings. stays at normal uh, time. Yeah. We move forward an hour. Do you know how busy I've been? You know, bro. You want to play the who's been? Well, you literally, I showed you before the show. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob Hayes is coming on later, everybody. Courtesy of Joe Stevens' uh, inability to reconcile daylight savings. One last question. The rest of the country. Yeah, but then we got Featherstone, who's in freaking New South. But that's the same time. Yeah. I know. No, New South is the same time as us. Yeah, I know. It's confusing. So, you know what? We're going to finish up SX2 now. Then we're going to call Featherstone. I'm going to ask one last question. And then we'll. uh, So, we'll tell Featherstone we're going to bring him forward because our host is completely blown out. Yeah. Out to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting old, man. Mate, (laughs) you think these gray hairs are a joke? The reason there's a buzz cut on the side of my head. You were talking about Instagram and Facebook earlier, and I was like, do you even know what this is? (laughs) (laughs) This guy. You can't um, see the damn phone without glasses, man. Yeah, right. let, let's try Jakey real quick. See if he answers. We might call Snake Williams real quick. Um, Do you think Bradley Taft is going to be on the money? Uh, Mr. Jake oh, Williams, yeah. you are live on the Inside Dirt show. How are you? 
Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are you? We're good, mate. Look, um, we got a bit of time to kill because I forgot about Daylight Savings and we were trying to get again. Jacob Hayes on. Yeah, again, yeah, again. So it's me, Andy Dinicole, and uh, Darnell. And look. Hey, um, boys, how you doing? Good, mate. How are you? How's your head, Jakey? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, everyone's been asking. My head's fine. Uh, my corky in my right thigh is the only thing that's sore. Yeah, and so pride. for the, uh, for yeah, the listeners the that, that don't know what we're talking about, go on Instagram and I'm sure you'll find it. Is it, what's your Instagram handle, Jake? J, JW139, is it? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And uh, so Jake was winning the, the 110 pit bike race and the last couple of laps got passed but decided on the second final he would, he would backflip the landing of the finish jump. And what would you get, about three quarters? Yeah, I spoke to Kane Sewell and Marshall beforehand and asked if they were keen to do it, and they both told me it was way too mellow. And for some reason, I didn't take their advice, and I thought that I'd do it anyway. Yeah, they were right. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was chasing the prize money, and then after having to go to the LCQ, I was pretty buggered going to the, straight back to the start line, and yeah, I got the whole shot. And as soon as I got past, I, I was toast, so I just sort of gave up and... Looked up to the crowd and a few people were watching. I asked if they wanted to backflip and they, everyone got pretty rowdy. So I oh, yeah, took a lap to like, get some energy back and I come around and it, it didn't quite work out. But yeah, I thought it probably the longest nose really I've ever done in my life. Unintentional, <laughs> but yeah, then it ended up going into a face plant. I remember as I took off the ramp, it felt like nothing happened. And so I went into sort of the old pig rooter position to try and <laughs> save, save my neck. Because I thought I was leaning on my head for sure, but it come around way, like more than what I thought it was going to. And I spotted the lean and thought, oh, this won't be too bad. I'll just sort of nose really down and then roll. But um, sadly, I smashed my head straight into the ground, <laughs> rode off a brand new custom helmet that Brownie just painted for me. And the yeah, next thing I know, I woke up in the uh, with race day for like an hour on later. <laughs> How was that conversation with your father, the race director, Kevin Williams? Yeah, was uh, there may have been steam coming out of Kevy's ears when it happened, Jake. Yeah, I'm not so going to lie. Every, everyone was telling me that he said if, uh, if I wasn't knocked out, he was going to knock me out anyway. That's why he didn't come over and see me. But when I did see him, when I, I come back down to the uh, the track, he was cool as, and he's like, oh, well, as long as you're all right. And yeah, he, he hasn't said anything, but everyone else told me he was pretty fired up about it. But. Oh, I think it was um, once you were good. And I, I tell you what, man, the crowd, you got one of the biggest applause of the night. Like when you came back out onto the stadium floor, um, they were loving it, man. Like you, you you sent it for the crowd. I'll give you that. Yeah, well, that's, that's what it's all about. I mean, you got to give people what they want to see, Joe. <laughs> I think for the first time in Aiden's life, you weren't the favourite son for 25 minutes. And Aiden was actually... <laughs> You know, Kevy's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for anyone that knows Aiden would know that, uh, yeah, he, he normally comes in uh, probably about 25th favourite. <laughs> There's only three of us, so. Yeah, I think he might have been lost for words for a second as well, which is unusual when you had that crash because, uh, yeah, the uh, the arena went nuts. But it was, man, I, I was standing yeah. right behind the gate and seeing the whole thing and your bike nearly bounced across the next lane and hit me. And I was like, oh, boy, that that was uh, <laughs> Aiden, Aiden interviews him. When he's on the medic meal going out of the stadium and he's like... Yeah, I heard he did that. I do not remember that bit at all, but you yeah, like, so obviously I come to pretty quick. You were like, I'm good, but I think I broke my collarbone like, <laughs> on the on the venue. Oh, man, it was funny. But um, Yeah, so, well, I, I made the smart comment earlier in the week that oh, it'd be cool if we could do it. And then, yeah, smack talk got talking around the pits and... Once I'd said I was going to do it, I guess I had to stick to my word and give it a go anyway. So hey, what you did it at another Supercross, right? What what year did you do it on a yeah back in fourteen? I think maybe uh, they had a pit bike class. They were mod fifties. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I won the race there at Ipswich. And uh, yeah, same thing. I flipped it, but it was lucky I had a bit more power, and I ended up jumping out the flat on the uh, on the twelve inch mod bike. So <laughs> I made it around, but I landed that hard. I snapped the fuel tank mounts off. And it's like where the car is on the pit bike that locked the throttle and ended up looping out afterwards. <laughs> and, and, and nearly took out poor old Boppo sitting on the start line ready to take off in the open main. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I remember seeing a yeah, photo. So of... It's become a, a bit of a thing that if there's a pit bike race, I'll end up doing something silly. Maybe next year you can get the, the third one lucky, bring it around. But um, Yeah, that's right. So. right. Well, hey, man, hats it's off to like you. you can't do them. I've seen you do them a yeah. hundred times. Yeah, just... Yeah, I know. Under pressure. So, if the freestyle experts tell you it's too mellow, I probably should listen to them and not think that I'm some specialty when I just some back out hack. But anyway, yeah, no, I think I really think that's going to make it on MX Files or something. So, Jakey um, Pastrami. Yeah, that that was a real Pastrana thing. But uh, hey, Jay, we just wanted to call you up and give you some love and and maybe talk a little bit of smack too. But um, we're going to run, mate. Just wanted to to say uh, glad your head's not too rattled, and we'll. uh, We'll see you in Adelaide. I'll see you in Adelaide. Cool. No worries. Thanks, boys. Take it easy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What a legend, eh? Did you see the video? I I saw the video, man. (laughs) And you know what? A backflip for the crowd is is a legendary thing to do. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He sends it. Um, Full commitment. Just... Oh, the commitment was not doubted. Um, Did you text Hayes and tell him I messed up? Yeah. He said that you're old and dumb. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. That's Um, right. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, Jakey Williams, gnarly, doing it for the crowd. Um, doing it for the kids. Doing it for the, the kids. Loved it. The crowd, honestly, when he came back onto the floor of the, the venue Everyone after getting caught out, like Aiden's pumped. like, um, you know, let's make some noise for Jake and the crowd like, they made as much noise for him as they did like when Brayton won. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not quite, but it yeah, was close. That's sick. Um, Unreal. All right. So, that is, um, so SX2. Uh, Who you got for next Next round? All right, yeah. I was going to say, but all right, I'll go first. Um, who have I got for next round? Yep. Does it have to be one or the other? Or can I say a few? No, it's going to be one or the other. All right. <laughs> um, okay, top three, round two, Adelaide this weekend, is going to be um, Chris Blows, Josh Osby, and Mitchell Oldenburg. I okay. think it's an American one, two, three. I think Tanny gets fourth, Jay Wilson gets fifth. Okay. That, that's my top five. So we can bring that up on the show next week. So what's your top five? I'm going to go with... Uh, I was going to go with Chris Blows, but I'm not going to do that now because that's lame. I'm going to go with Josh Osby for the win. Okay. I'm going to go with second, Jay Wilson. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go with third. Um, let's go with Blows again, third. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I'll take Oldenburg for the win and then... Jay Wilson, Aaron Tanney, blows fourth. Okay. Interesting. Let's see where it goes. That's yeah. So that's SX2, guys. We're going to wrap that up there. And um, what time we got now? 7.54. All right. So we can call, we'll call Grady Featherstone now. Call him now. Yeah, call him now. And after Featherstone, we'll talk about SX1. Yeah. So um, let's do it. Yeah. So like we said, guys, this is the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recoverate. Thanks to... Huh? Call failed. Call failed. Right. Man, because it's a UK number in Australia, I might have dude, saved just it. just FaceTime audio in. Yeah, do that. Although I talked to him a minute ago on the same phone number and it worked. I don't know about you people. Tell dude, you what. I don't know what's going on with this phone situation. Yeah, I'll give it here. I'll, I'll All right. 
um, go to my recent calls. Cause you know I, what's funny I is I actually used, I, I rode with Grady Featherstone. Uh, yeah, he used to do some time at MTF, yeah. right? So how old is Grady? Uh, I would want to say he's like 21 or 22. Is I it, think he's younger than now? me. I'm going to say he's 21. Put it on speaker so you can hear it. Put on, yeah, put it on that speaker. And then uh, there it Jeez, is. We're having more technical issues this day. It's ringing now. It's ringing. Having more technical dramas than freaking we did on the weekend with the live show. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, so he can hear the face, you know, because it rings quiet sometimes. I believe you already Kawasaki. He was riding uh, 250B and... Uh, so did he do some years in the States? Yeah, yeah. He raced some years in the States. Oh, here he is. All right, there we go. I think we've got through. Grady, how you doing, mate? Welcome Hello. to the show. <laughs> Grady, can you hear us, buddy? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool, mate. Uh, sorry, we're having crazy technical difficulties tonight, and um, I also messed up and uh, forgot about daylight savings time difference again. Yeah. So uh, Jacob Hayes is going to come on after you now. So we're all a little flustered right now, mate. So um, apologies there. But uh, Grady, welcome to the show. Grady is brought to you by AMX, All Motorcycle Accessories. And um, how you going, Grady? Good to have you back in Australia again. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate right. it. No worries, mate. So, hey, um, first of all, some of the viewers, uh, sorry, some of the listeners um, probably won't know much about you. I mean, you came over here last season, you did your deal. Were you riding SX2 last year, I believe? Uh, I did one one or two rounds of SX2, and then I went to the... Uh, to SX1. The 450 crash. Yeah, 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 that's right. I remember now. So you was you was with the KSF crew last year, but um, how does a Grady Featherstone from the UK end up riding Australian Supercross with the KSF crew? Tell us about how that came together. Uh, well, last year, I'm not sure when. Probably at the end of last year, I just sent the guys a message on Instagram, and then uh, started talking from there, and that was about it, really. And then got along with everyone and. They asked me to come back out this year, so well, yeah, it's been go. pretty good. The, those DMs on Instagram, they'll get you places sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Um, so, hey, I've got a guy here you might know or remember. Um, Andy Dinicole is co-hosting tonight with me, and I think Andy might have spent a bit of time with you at Millsap's uh, training facility back in the day. Yeah, I remember, Andy. Yeah. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Just been uh, watching a bit of uh, racing on, you know, with you on the weekend, and it uh, looks like you've been doing pretty well. How are you uh, coping with uh, the Australian lifestyle this year? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot warmer than England, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it, I believe it. And where are you based at the Where's moment? The a lot better. Uh, I'm about an hour from Sydney in uh, Windsor. So oh, yeah. Are you saying with Scotty from KSF, the owner of the team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying with these guys. He's a good dude, Scott. He, he brought, you know, had Rod Bell out for MX Nationals, and and now uh, he's got yourself over. He's kind of like a hostel for international moto guys. So, um, <laughs> it's a good family you got there yeah, to stay good. with. So great, yeah, definitely. It's a good. Yeah, Sorry, carry man. on. Uh, you finished tenth uh, this weekend at Brisbane. What's uh, what have you been doing coming into the uh, Supercross series this year? Have you been training pretty hard over England or over here, or you know, what's kind of been the lead up? Uh, I raced, raced all year. Really, the last race I did was in uh, February, so this is my first race in like seven months, uh, eight months or so. Or so, so. Do you run? Um, do you do the UK Arena Cross as well? Is that your program? Uh, I've done a few last last year or the year before, but I've mainly been doing the uh, Supercross and Supercross in Europe. 
So uh, yeah, okay. Because I I've, I saw you on Instagram last year after um, after you came over, and I was sort of trying to piece together what you do as a program, so to speak. And um, you, you've done some uh, some racing in in Holland and Europe and stuff as well, right? Yeah, I've been all over the place here, there, and everywhere. Um, what year were you doing? Um, you did AMA. You yeah, did 2017. Yeah, 2017. I did the uh, East Coast for a Yamaha team over there. That was that was pretty good. I had some good rides over there. Yeah. Did you ride a Cowie over there the year before, or am I completely wrong? Yeah, I, did, I only did like five rounds, I think, that year. That was all my own. Yeah. All right. My so, own deal. Wow. I remember you now, Grady, because I remember watching. That was in what year was that? 17 or 16? 16. And 16, I believe. What round was it that you were going completely full send mode in the last chance qualifier? And I, I can't remember <laughs> if you made it or you didn't, but I think that made me a yeah, fan of you there and then because you were going crazy <laughs> trying to get that spot. Yeah, I think it was either Detroit or Toronto. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I made it in Samina, I think. Yeah, you yeah, were. I think um, it's when I, the round where I tripped. It was on the first, I think the round you're talking about is the. The round on the first, it was off the start, it comes straight into a rhythm section. I tripled straight away. Yeah, and I don't the think you should have. Me I like, tri- no, <laughs> I don't think I should have either. <laughs> I remember. Did you jump over someone or what was you just? Yeah, a couple of yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, you had no part jumping yeah, that triple man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it's kind of just in the moment thing. I thought, crap, what have I done? <laughs> nah, you made it work though, man. Hats off to you. But hey, yeah, Grady. So this is another reason I noticed you back then with the AMA stuff too, because you probably, you, how old are you now? I'm 21. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're definitely too young. You probably, I grew up in the UK. Um, so I moved okay. out of Australia. I moved to Australia like 12 years ago, but I grew up racing in the UK. Um, so I'm pretty disconnected from over there nowadays, but uh, it's always good to keep an eye on. on, on yeah. Where about you from? Uh, do you remember, you know, Canada Heights, that racetrack? Yeah, one of my favourite tracks in England. Yeah, there you go. So I was about... Down in Kent. Yeah, I was about 30 minutes from there. I was like on the suburbs of, you know, uh, like Kent, Surrey around there. Um, All right. But yeah, that was... Nice uh, area. No, where are you from? I know you're from the north. Whereabouts? Yeah, Derbyshire. Like an hour, well, 45 minutes from Derby. Yeah, all right, mate. I won't hold that against you, but anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, obviously you you got a bit of a unique deal going on, Grady, because... you know, you didn't follow, I guess, the traditional uh, route. Like you're doing MTF, you're doing AMA Supercross, Aussie Supercross. Like you're not doing the Maxis British and and whatever. What's the other series there now? Is it they still doing the Pro Nationals or what? What what they got going on? Uh, I'm not sure. They should a few down. It was the Red Bull Pro Nationals and the British Championship, but now they've got a few different ones going on. Is it still the Maxis Championship, the British, or what's that called now? Yeah, I think it's still the British Championship, the Maxis, and then there's like a few others, I think Bridgestone, a yeah. couple of others, I'm not quite sure. So what's the go? Yeah, I've kind of been doing... You just prefer Supercross doing, and doing and that sort of thing? It's not like I prefer Supercross, it's just that's, that's all that's been available the last couple of years, really. So, uh, yeah, I've just been doing all the Supercrosses over America, over here. Germany, Holland, just here, there, and everywhere. And that's, I kind of do prefer Supercross now, but that's just where it's kind of led to. I didn't really pick it. It's just what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, it's not a bad lifestyle to be living if you're traveling around the world racing Supercross. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's good. I love it. I'm sure. I'm grateful for the opportunities people like Scott and KSF and all the other teams give me. It's great. 
you know, I'm sure at 21 years old with that accent traveling to America and other countries, you're really struggling with the ladies too. So, uh, yeah, not such a bad <laughs> I, I've thing. Got a, I've, I've got a girlfriend, so. Oh, <laughs> ruining the dream. There you go. Nah, I'm <laughs> no, good on you, mate. Right, that's man. probably a better way to be if you're trying to do some good things with racing anyway. But um, does she come out with you or are you flying solo right now? Uh, over here, I'm on my own, but she'll come to a few races in Holland and stuff like that and over in Europe. Oh, awesome. Cool, mate. So uh, jumping on the Yamaha um, 450, um, I think a uh, bit of a dramatic split from Suzuki for the KSF team before you got here. So obviously they found Yeah, uh, definitely. They, they, did, you know anything about, like, did you know anything about that or did you just see the Instagram post and go, oh, okay, I guess I'm not riding to be Suzuki honest, now? Yeah, I, was just, I, come back, I come back from riding one day and then I just seen it on Instagram. So I was like, oh. Or not? <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on. I guess I'm not riding yellow building. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of, in a way, I was kind of. It benefited me because I've been riding the Yamaha the past past couple of years now. So okay. I prefer the bike. So, um, tell me just another question: When you're back in the UK, where where do you ride? Because if you're doing supercross, do you just ride motocross during the summer when you're in England, or do you get any you know, time yeah, to ride, ride supercross tracks? Or there's not many supercross tracks in England. Or I've got a good friend that's got like a arena cross style track but yeah there's not a great deal in england yeah what uh, what's your locals in the uk where do you ride the local tracks in england for me is fat cats i don't know if you've heard of it like a deep sand track like a yeah yeah now fat cats deep. just sort of opened when i left but yeah. I, I did hear of it yeah yeah they bring that in about six or seven years ago i think and then uh, a couple of other tracks fittingly a doncaster motor park Yep, Finningley, yep, yep, so... Yeah, Kiridon Park, yeah, there's a few, there's a few decent tracks around where I live. So here's a funny story for the Aussie fans, the Aussie listeners, Finningley, um, that's Doncaster, isn't it? Um, yeah. So the first round of the, the Junior Nationals in 2001, uh, Blake, Bilko Williams, X Games Gold and everything, so Bilko comes over to the UK, stays with me, he rides my 85 practice bike, and we both raced the the first round of the 85 um, Junior Nationals. So, Oh, really? What year was that? That was 2001, and I'd have been 13. So you'd have been, when were you born? Four. Showing your age Four. now. Yeah, there you go. He, he wouldn't have been riding a 50. <laughs> but, Me and Andy uh, would have been six, maybe. I would have been yeah. like five, yeah. But uh, that's... Yeah, I would have been on a fifth. I would have been just... Just learning to ride. <laughs> yeah, show them, show, them, show them my age now. It's crazy in motocross. Like I, I do, I go through the Maxis, you know, the British champs sometimes and literally one of the only guys left that I came up with was Tommy Self. Like everybody else is retired yes. or moved on and, and I'm 32, <laughs> so we're not even that old, but yeah, the joys of motocross, right? But um, anyway, let's switch it up, Grady. So um, Brisbane, uh, how'd it go for you? What, what did you think of round one? Uh, I struggled in practice and qualifying really bad. I just couldn't get my couldn't get the flow in the qualifying. It didn't help that my my buckles broke off on my pants, so that took my <laughs> took focus off a bit. But oh, you got full. It was, it was just me, uh, full tomac with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so have you seen that? Uh, trying to do it up. You seen that moto memes where he did the the thing with Marvin and Eli? Did you remember that? I don't know. I know you've seen it. Moto dubs, is it? Yeah, moto dubs, and he's like, guys, we just can't ride with our dicks out. And oh, yeah, no, trying to do his pants up. Yeah, so Grady was yeah, pull, did, pulling a tomac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I see. That kind of threw me off. But yeah, it's no excuse anyway. I rode like crap and uh, <laughs> went out in the heat race and rode even worse. I think just couldn't get there's no flow, and then I kind of got my head together and realized what I was doing. And then I think when I got that, second in the B 
main. Yeah, that track was um, didn't really lend itself to finding a flow early, right? That's kind of what it looked like. If you yeah, it's a lot different. Like it was, it was tight and everything, like the supercrosses in Europe, but the dirt's totally different. Like there's no, not really much traction out there. It's, it's rock hard. So yeah, I was struggling with uh, my front end and getting the, just getting the feel, and then but I got a good start and then got second in that B main, which got me through the main event, and then. I think I got about six or something off the start in the first, first main, and I got through to fourth or fifth, and I was holding that position for a while, and then just made a made a few mistakes like through the whoops, and then I missed the it's like the tire tap thing, and then the triple. Yeah, I missed missed that, and then I think Waters got me and a few others, and then just. I think I dropped back to like ninth or something. Yeah, I was going to say mistakes. that. I was trying to remember what main it was, but you were running in a pretty solid position there for quite a few laps. It was, uh, I took note of that. It was yeah, impressive. Yeah, I, I was comfortable as well, comfortable in that position. I believe I could have held that for the rest of the race if I'd have just not made the mistakes, but it was the first race back in nine months, so it's a bit, bit race rusty. <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, it's obviously not racing for that long. That's uh, a pretty gnarly track to to try and get your first gate drop under with the uh, twenty, you know, twenty-three second lap times, and everyone's yeah, slamming you in, in, in every turn. Um, yeah, I had a couple, of, couple of people running in on me, but couldn't, couldn't quite move me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought it was pretty drama-free the entire night. To be honest with you, like with that, yeah, it was. When I saw that track at the start of the day, I was like, the, the two big open left turns after the whoops and that rhythm. Um, I was like, man, there's going to be some carnage in these turns, but. It looked like uh, everyone was playing reasonably, you know, nice. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy happened. Just you kind of had to had to make passes like that on that track because there's not really much. And when you do go on the, when you did go on the inside, there wasn't much traction to hold you there, so you were just like sliding, sliding into people sort of thing. Yeah, it seemed like that. Like after the whoops, every lap, like someone would dive bomb someone to the inside, but then they wouldn't be able to make it stick because it was so slippery, and the guy on the top of the berm could obviously just carry that momentum yeah. um that yeah what? and then i don't know if you could see it on the tv or the from the stands but that before the uh, finish line jump it was so choppy and like little rocks everywhere so it was you couldn't really get the traction so when you did come on the inside of someone it was so hard to get traction and drive before that jump so yeah the track was difficult so very tricky so coming into uh, round two in Port Adelaide, uh, you know it's obviously going to be a bit bigger of a track layout rather than uh, in, you know inside in Brisbane. Do you think that you know the bigger track layout is going to suit uh, you know your riding style or you know the way you like to ride Supercross? Or uh, yeah, I think the dirt will suit me more than anything. Cause if it's the same dirt as last year, it was pretty. It was perfect. Yeah, and what, what did you finish like, last it year? It got a bit rusty. So. What, what, what was your finish last year in uh, the two fifty? Was it two fifty you raced? Yeah. Uh, Tenth, I believe. Yeah, tenth. yeah. It's pretty impressive. Pretty, yeah, my first race, first first race in the four fifty. So but yeah, no, I prefer that... the the rutier, softer tracks. That kind of suit my style. Yeah, especially so racing uh, in Holland and the European yeah. Supercrosses because that stuff gets ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures from Germany. That that dirt's crazy. It's like chalk and cheese compared to this dirt. It's like complete. 100% Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah, that, that stuff is... Um, I, I never got to race any European Supercross. I raced a bunch of stuff back in the day in the UK, but I don't know. When I was doing the UK yeah. stuff, it was mainly like... They used to use those road planing, like that really hard, rocky stuff, you know? It was just like a... Like a, like a yeah, rope. the dirt, 
the dirt in England's weird. It's kind of they don't really form. Nah, it just gets like, kind of polished and hard pack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that European Supercross is a whole different deal. Um, yeah, it's like Play-Doh. It is, right? <laughs> but hey, Scotty, uh, Scott from KSF, um, those guys are obviously housing you and, and giving you a ride. So um, that's really cool. And and Scott, it's funny. So when Justin Robell came over earlier in the year, um, we did our first podcast for the MX Nationals. And... Um, we weren't talking smack, but we pretty much hadn't really heard of Rod Bell and me and, and my other co-host, you know, we pretty much said we you know, hadn't heard of him. If we hadn't heard of him, he probably wasn't going to do any good. And uh, he goes out and whole shots the first motor of the MX Nationals and, and does really well. <laughs> and um, and then, you know, Scotty and the KSF boys, there was a bit of beef going on. They were just, you know, putting what we said on Instagram and having fun with it. But um those guys, they're a lot of fun. They keep it, they keep it lighthearted. So Scott asked me, he he asked me to ask you that. Uh, he said, "Are you forgetful, or, or basically that Grady's pretty forgetful?" Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, forgetful, <laughs> Mis- misplaced things now and then. <laughs> yeah, is that what you're known for? Is it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I forget things now and then. Grady. I've got some on my mind. That's what I put it down to. <laughs> I think the last time that I, was, I may have spoken to you, Grady, you were on the way back from a regional, I believe, and uh, you were. You, I think it was like you and your dad uh, were driving the van, and you were in the back of the camper when your dad was driving, and you got a flat tire, and I believe it was like <laughs> you, you you crashed or something like that, and you were in the back of the camper. Is that true? Is that, that- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was mad. That was on the way back from there. Uh, Three Freestone was it? Freestone, that's right. Yeah, Freestone yeah. back to back to MTF or yeah, the back to MTF. So can you yeah, explain? We you had were the just big, sleeping the van, in the back, like or? A, do you know the the Chevy American vans? Like, yeah, yeah, like the, the dual low dually. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, and then a, I think it, it was a long trailer. It was like a had slide outs and stuff. It must have been 30, 40 foot long. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big setup, really. Yeah, and uh, they got a flat. I was in the back. I rode like crap. <laughs> <Just hiding from laughs> and I wanted to get yeah. away from my dad. Yeah. yeah. Standard. <laughs> you know how it is. And uh, I was in the back and my dad was driving with my mechanic and got a flat tire and it like burst or something. Yeah. And then ended up swerving and then the whole thing rolled like two <laughs> times into the, into the ditch. And you were just sitting in the back could, or? <laughs> yeah, I was I was laid on the, the sofa. So wait, the van flipped our, or the trailer flipped? Both. Both. Both oh my God. <laughs> and then all I remember is laying on the sofa and then <laughs> next thing I just get slammed against the camper and then like I woke up it landed upside down. So I woke up under the in campers you have like the sink and everything like that and that was obviously because it was upside down, that was all broken off and I was like under there and I was like I woke up and then half the back was like smashed and I could see the highway. I was like, I was all like, uh, disorientated. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is going on? All I'm picturing and, is, and um, like, Anchorman 2, you know, yeah. when he sets the campers on cruise That's control. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. And then the, when I got out, Clean was there. Cause she was, everyone, everyone was kind of on the way back together sort of thing. And then she was, and I was like, it was crazy. I've got pictures on my Facebook. That was wild. It was mad. Yeah. Wow. So that might be why you're a bit forgetful. Yeah. Every, you head a couple that, times. <laughs> Every time I hear a rumble, it brings back bad memories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, well, geez. That's a yeah, pretty, I'm lucky. That all I got was a 
a cut on my toe and that was it. Yeah. Probably Pretty lucky. Yeah. All I can picture is Ricky Bobby flying through the air. Help me, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Mate, oh, unreal. I was, I was lucky though because my engine was, engine in my race bike was sat on the floor and it, oh. when I woke up, that was right next to me. So I was, I got really lucky there. Ugh. Lucky man. Wow, man. Talk about, I mean, this is the thing, like, I don't think people get, you know, like, yeah, they think, oh, you're living the dream, you're training at Millsaps, you're over here racing in Australia, but, like, number one, like, moto dads are scary, let's not forget that, <laughs> like, gnarly. You, ha- you have to hide from them when you don't do good at the races, yeah. but also, yeah, like, definitely. the adventures you, you have doing this stuff, like, yeah, you know, probably wasn't very fun at the time, but you can look back at that now and say, like, wow, laugh, that yeah. was, uh, you know, pretty cool, pretty cool adventure you've well, been having all around the world. Yeah, definitely. It was it was tough. Like when you're not getting good results and everything when you're younger, it's not it's not great. And even now, it's it's tough. So what uh, what do you do during the week, Grady? Like when you're in the UK, do you work like a part time job to support yourself in the off season, or what, what's your program look like? What was that? Sorry. Do you um do you do any work during the off season at home? Do you you know make a bit of money, or what what do you sort of get up to? Yeah, I've been working working for my dad uh, here and there. Yeah, he owns a painting a powder coating company so I work for him and then I do my own things as well cool awesome so yeah it's uh, and then I just race race and so, then yeah, it's been good so um, second the opportunities Tim Bates got and the ones in Europe give me so so sorry Grady you're kind of breaking up there buddy can you uh, just not move around or move back to where you were yeah I'm sat still I'm not moving uh, maybe it's your phone. Right, like, uh, maybe it's my phone. So yeah, it's, it's, it's breaking your, up. Your second, uh, it's your second year over in Australia, and you know, after uh, after this series, what's the plan? Are you looking to maybe um, come back and do the motocross series, or are you looking to maybe go and do, you know, what's next? What was that? Sorry, did you say come do outdoors? Yeah, he's just saying, is there a possibility for you to, you know, maybe try and stay out here with the KSF guys for MX Nationals, or is that on your radar at all? Oh well, yeah. I'd be uh, great. I'd probably take it to the outdoors. It's something I've something I've wanted to do. Keep racing for, through the through the summer and do the outdoors, and then just keep racing. Really, that's, that's my plan. It would be good to see you over here, mate. But um, just send that to voicemail, dude. Sorry, my, my I thought we had on Do Not Disturb. Anyway, um, hey, Grady, we're going to run, mate, because we've, uh, we've got this show all mixed up in different orders, and uh, I've got to get Jacob Hayes on next. Um, but just wanted to say thanks for coming on the show, mate. It's good to – I haven't met you in person yet, but I'll drop by Adelaide and um, and say good day and, and meet you and have a chat. And, um, yeah, sounds good. So your Instagram is Grady Featherstone, just one word, right? Yeah, just Grady Featherstone. All right, guys. If you want to learn more about Grady Featherstone, bought to you by AMX or Motorcycle Accessories, um, hit him up on Instagram, Grady Featherstone, and a pretty decent ride um, at Brisbane. And we hope to see you build on that throughout the season, mate. So best of luck, and we'll catch you in Adelaide. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate having me on. It's been fun, and uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you around this weekend. All right, make sure you fly to Adelaide too, man. Don't be doing no road trips and having crazy wrecks, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm fine. Right. <laughs> All right. Sounds See good, you, buddy. Mate. Talk to you soon. Mate. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. Grady Featherstone brought to you by AMX All Motorcycle Accessories. And um, that's a cool story, AD. Yeah. Not, not that different to yours, like traveling and traveling the world, you know, doing he's his from things. Europe. So he gets to do the European series, which I think is pretty cool. That European series um, would be, you know, I, 
I would have liked to go to Europe and do some writing, but uh, you know, he's going to Europe, he's going to America, you know, he's going to Australia. That's well, what's the th- I, I is program intrigues me a little bit because there's not a lot of UK guys that do supercross only. In fact, no. it's like there. So say Brisbane this weekend, that's what supercross is in England. It's arena cross. So yeah. we, we there is an arena cross series in the UK, but there's a lot of one off. Like there's a lot of money races in Europe. Like they have like supercrosses in Barnes in Holland and France and all this crazy yeah, yeah. stuff. It's, um, I think he just kind of finds all them races and just kind doesn't. of like puts a program together. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It, um, he, Hayes. All right, we got Jacob Hayes on. So sorry about the delay, guys. But uh, again, that would be my fault. Um, my only defense is that this isn't the only thing I have going on. I, I have a business to run. I have some other things going on. And uh, I'm also old and have a baby <laughs> and don't sleep all that much. Yeah. That's about all I got. Yeah. I mean, there's no sympathy. It's not for good, me, man. It's My schedule is just as bad as yours. Oh, how's the 21 year old old man over here? 23. Yeah. <laughs> I read at a six year old level, all right? <laughs> all right. Uh, so, before, um, yeah, anyway, Featherstone. Cool story, man. Um, I agree. It really yeah. is. So, yeah. I'd like to see him do some cool things. We're good to see him stick around. And I hope he does good as well for the, you know, that uh, KSF team. You know, they're, gonna, they're on their new bikes. So, it'd be sick for him to go and get out there and get some top fives and get some really good results, you know? Yeah. And I will say this about KSF. Like people, people say what they want about the split with Suzuki. I, I don't have a standpoint on it. I don't know the details. It's, I don't want to I'm know. nothing to do with it. Yep. Um, but those guys, they help from what I can tell. They help people out yep. for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, and without those guys, people don't go racing. And okay. I believe they actually all work full-time jobs. Like, they do – they put their money from their jobs. And, yeah, and I think it's like a legit team, you know? effort, you know. Like I said, I don't know the exact dealings. Like I think they had some support from Suzuki over the years. But, yeah. like, that whole competition thing they did and, yeah. you know, people say what they want about them. I don't know the details. Scott seems like he's doing good things over there. So He's know, a good dude, yeah. And, you know, bring a guy like Grady over. Like, that kid – I say he's a kid. He's 21. He's, 21, he's yeah. a kid, you know. Um, he's going to look back on this stuff when he's older. Like, damn, this was sick. That was sick. You know, he yeah. got to live the dream, travel, race. Yeah. What more can you ask for, man? That's what's cool about this sport. Like, not everyone's going to make a Justin Brayton out of it. Not everyone's going to make a Luke Cloud or a Dan Reardon out of it, but... They're going to make life memories, man. Hell yeah, they are. You know, you did. Yeah. I did. Like, yeah. some of the stuff I look back on, you know, even Darnell here. Like, you ain't a racer, Darnell, but you travel. You see a lot more than most. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff over the last couple of years. Yeah. A credit to that is Kevin Williams has helped me out a lot with that and met a lot of awesome people along the way. Unfortunately, one of them's you and Andy. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, besides that, it's, it's all pretty, good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, good. So Yeah, and that's the sport, man. And I think a lot of people are so negative and they don't pay it forward. Like, yeah. you know, you've you got to pay it forward. You've got to bring people along for the ride. And, and a lot of the good people in the sport do that. So... Hats off to those guys. So Jacob Hayes is coming on in a minute. Jacob's going to be brought to you by Recoverate, um, riding the Serco Yamaha for Gavin Eels. Now, Hayes rode for Serco last year too, right? Yep. Yes, he did. Yeah, he yep. did. So um, he was riding for Traders. So, okay, I remember, wasn't McAdoo riding for Traders and then he got the call up to ride for somebody? He Trailer Designs he rode no, for. No, no, Geico for Supercross. Oh. Yeah, remember? He filled in for someone that was injured in Supercross for Geico, and then that's when Hayes went to Traders. Is that right? You know what? I don't I don't actually know that. Yeah, I think that was the go. Yeah. I, or maybe Hayes, maybe Hayes was his teammate all along. I can't remember, uh, yeah, but he yeah. was at Traders. So what was his results in the States before we get into it? Did you uh, find anything? I did, yeah. His best finish was a fifth on East Coast Supercross. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, for sure. And Where was that? He ended up 11th overall West Coast. Uh, East Coast. Where is that? Um, 
Oh, if I put you on the spot, it doesn't matter. But no, no, it says right here. Uh, Jacob Hayes, he got a sixth at uh, Glendale. So he was West Coast or East Coast? West Coast. You said East a minute ago. No, I didn't. I said West. <laughs> so you got a, a, a fifth or a sixth in West Coast was the best result. Dude, surely not. Maybe Seattle, he got fourth. Really? I think that's right. Yeah. I think he may have. Yeah. I remember now. Because uh-huh. they talk about him a lot on Pulp. Yeah. I think he's pretty tight with those guys. Yeah, for sure. We'll just ask him when he comes on because you two, uh, you no, no. Wait. I mean, it's just just, like, just, side just pipe down, mate. It's all right. Chris blows one Vegas. Is that right? No, I think what? You, oh no, might have points. My bad. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm out for lunch, guys. I'm so out for lunch. Do we need to mute him right now? Just mute me. Get me out of here. I mean, Blows was doing good. <laughs> Post was doing good in Supercross, but I don't think he won Vegas. But um, no, you're right, he didn't. Yeah. He got one point at Vegas. So Jacob Hayes, um, did you ride with him in the States at all? Because he's from the East Coast, right? He's from the Carolinas. Yeah, I rode with him twice. Oh, that's day. right, you, you rode at his house, right? Yeah, so I rode he's at gonna, his house. He's going to know you. Uh, maybe, he might remember me. He'd be like, oh, there's that Aussie kid that it's was like, a dick. Oh, that loser. <laughs> Get out of my face. Well, you kept telling me how fast you were at his house, so I'm going to ask him if he remembers you. No, he's going to bully me on it. <laughs> Um, nah. But he's got a killer track at home, right? Yeah, he's he's got a really sick track at home. Yeah, he got uh, fifth at Oakdale, uh, o- Oakland. Sorry. All right, so for everyone listening, we're an hour and sixteen minutes in. Um, after Jacob Hayes, we are going to get to SX One, so um, stay tuned because SX One's coming. But um, we can't really talk about SX One right now before not before two fifty. Dude, just call Hayes now. What if he's on his phone? He's on his phone. Yeah. Just I'll, I'll apologize and say I'm the guy that that messed it all up. Um, yeah, he got fifth at uh, Oakland, seventh at Anaheim, two, eighth at Anaheim, one. So I mean, sick it, results, legit. You know, West Coast uh, contender, but um, I think we've got him on the line right now. Uh, Jacob Hayes, brought to you by Recoverate. Welcome to the Inside Sh- Dirt Show, mate. How you doing? Hey guys, how are you guys? We're doing well, thanks, mate. Uh, I'm uh, Joe Stevens here, and um, I'm co-hosting with Andy Dinicol. He's a young Aussie kid that you may or may not remember. I think you did some riding at your house last year, maybe. Yeah, once or twice, I think. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? Not much, mate. We're just doing the uh, the Brisbane wrap up show, and I got to apologise, Jacob. I-, I did this last week, and I did it again. I forgot that Queensland with daylight savings is an hour out, and. Um, yeah, we were trying to call you and we were trying to figure out why you weren't answering. We thought you might have gone all rock star <laughs> on us after the win on the weekend. Um, but hey, here we are. No, no. Uh, actually, sadly, uh, I say it sadly just because I don't like it, but I was doing hot yoga. So oh, there you go. <laughs> I was actually doing some, doing some work. Doing some uh, recovery after the weekend, right? That's right. That's right. Um, so, hey, mate, second year in Australia. Um we were just going through your Supercross results from uh, from the West Coast this year, but um, looks like you had a pretty good year over there as far as results goes, and, and you've definitely carried that over to the Australian Supercross Series. So, um, yeah, how's it feel being back, and uh, how was Brisbane? Uh, yeah, just uh, kind of tried to bring the momentum that I had in Supercross uh, this year. I had some good results, had some good speed, and last year I just felt like um, – I didn't put quite all the puzzles together. I just uh, either had bad starts or just didn't ride good. Um, but this year, I feel like uh, the bike with Circle Yamaha is a lot better. I feel a lot better on the Yamaha in general. And um, that's kind of when me and Gavin started talking about coming back over. I just told him that, I, I mean, I, 
last year I felt confident that I could win races and win a championship, but this year I, I really felt like I, I could be up there week in, week out, and I was really anxious to, to prove that at Brisbane just because it uh, it didn't go the way I wanted it to last year. So to come out and um, get second in my heat and then the first main event almost get the start and then actually jump off the track and crash uh, and work my way from last to third was was insane. Um, yeah, where did you go down in that first final? I'm trying to remember now. Um, was it what was it the the rhythm after the first turn? Yeah, it was. Uh, when it took the left there, and I went to double. I was basically on the flat ground, and I gassed it super hard, and the back end just stepped out, and I just jumped completely off the track into the next rhythm lane, and landed on the top box, and 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 crashed got up as quick as I could and I mean I knew we were racing a quick main event I mean 10 laps in there was maybe what two minutes worth of racing oh I think what was it a 22 yeah so I think yeah probably around three three four minutes by the time it felt a lot longer than that watching you guys did you have any uh data on like what your heart rate was at for that whole time uh I don't know I feel like it happened everything happened so quick that I just started uh, I took a breath when it was all <laughs> when the <laughs> just, flag came out when it was all done uh, right? Yeah, but when I came over the finish line after the first one, I was just that frustrated with myself just because I knew I had thrown away a potentially a good result. I was fired up when I came off the track, and the team's like, oh, it was a great ride. And I'm like, yeah, but what did I get? And they're like, third. And I'm like, oh, you guys are lying. And I'm like, no, you got third. And I'm like, what? So the next one, I'm like, okay, put your head down, get the same start, and you can win that thing. And um, yeah, I got a really good start the second main event. And uh, Wilson was first, and then he made a mistake right there at the finish line, so I got by him, and then me and Chris kind of had a good little duel right there at the beginning of the race, and I ended up breaking away from him. And Yeah, got the overall win. It was a great way to start the series, that's for sure. So hey, I got two questions for you from that second main event. Number one, um, did you see Wilson Todd go around everyone on the outside and get that whole shot? Yeah, he went uh, He went around <laughs> me, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, how did that happen? Because I'm still, I was standing right next to him uh, when that gate dropped, and um, I, I couldn't believe he came out of that first turn first. Where was he lined up on the gate? Was he very outside? The very outside gate. No way. Straight up. I'm telling because I, I was doing some, some content coverage for, for some different teams and, and brands and stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I still, like, he came where I was like, no freaking way. Like, he had no part pulling that whole shot. Um, and then my second question is, did you see him jump off the track after not getting the finish jump on the first lap? Yeah. So when, um, the second main event, we went to the whoops and it started to form after the first main event, but there was a bunch of potholes and just kind of dirt breaking away before the finish. So it made it kind of real chattery and he went up hot, kind of high in the berm, not really. But when he came out, he got on the throttle, and it was just like one of the front tire got in one of the holes, and it shot to the right. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I saw. I didn't see really anything after that. I just saw him shoot to the right, and I was on the left. And, I mean, no offense, Wilson, but I was like, thank you, and just <laughs> went on about my business. No, nah, because, like I said, we were standing behind the start gate doing all the media stuff around, around there, and all we saw was him roll it and then everyone jumped it and he just went hard right and jumped into the start lane off the, the up ramp of the landing and I think everyone held their breath for a second because it could have got really bad but um <laughs> no after yeah, that he, it was a pretty solid main event for you yeah it was it was good it was nice to get two good starts because last year I felt like that was 
really kind of my Achilles over here was just uh, the dirt really caught me off guard. Um, and how you had to set the motorcycle up was quite a bit different than at home. You know, we, we start with some some really tacky dirt, and then here it's quite a bit <laughs> slick. So uh, coming over here this year, I knew that, and it was nice to kind of have that payoff. You know what I mean? Like have something in my head that I'm like, all right, I think this could work, and then you never know until you go racing. So it was nice to get two good starts. I mean, I know I threw the first one away, but it was good to back it up in the second one. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, a quick question. You raced for Babbitts for three to four years. You ended up winning a championship in the Arena Cross Series. Do you feel like Brisbane and the smaller track uh, kind of suited you better than, you know, the bigger stuff, or it didn't really matter to you? Um, It's been a while since I raced something that tight. That was probably one of the top five tightest tracks I, I have ridden it <laughs> in my Arena Cross days. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely like the more open stuff just because you have more time to get in the rhythm, a uh, bunch more corners, just a lot. I think it's a lot more technical to where the tight stuff is just yeah, one corner, one rhythm, you know what I mean, where they did squeeze a couple rhythms in there. But uh, I, I can say, yeah, it might play into my strengths just because I have turned so many laps on that tight stuff. Yeah. But I do enjoy the more open tracks the longer lap times because then physical fitness comes into play because I mean in Brisbane let's be honest if you couldn't get it done two and three minutes you're getting tired then yeah I'm yeah. not sure what's going on yeah, you know so sure. I like the longer stuff um, I'm really excited that we're going back to Adelaide it was a good round last year um, and then we're going back to the traditional format this weekend with just a heat race and then a 15 lap main event so um, yeah I think some fitness will come into play this weekend and the longer lap times and just kind of the bigger track, yeah, I, I, I kind of like that a little bit better, but I have turned so many laps on the tight stuff that I am pretty good at it. Yeah, I think it was pretty evident from, th- and this is the thing, a, a lot of Aussie listeners, a lot of Aussie fans, even a lot of Aussie riders, like we have um, obviously the first lap. Actually talking about that, did you guys get in a bit of trouble for jumping some jumps on the first lap uh, in, in practice um, this round? Because so, <laughs> I, I think I, I saw a couple guys. I, I don't know if it was you. I just seen that a few Americans were getting, uh, you know, because we have that waved yellow thing where you can't jump anything on the first lap, right? Right. So I was told, like, hey, when you go out there, like, wave yellow, don't jump anything. I was like, all right. They're like, roll everything. So I took that as you're rolling the whoops, you're rolling everything, right? So I took off first and I rolled the first rhythm section and I started to roll through the whoops and, like, three guys come blitzing past me. And I was like, all right, and then we rolled the finish line, and then I thought, once you rolled the finish line, like, you are good to go. So I turned right, and I, like, kind of doubled in, and then I saw him waving the flag and locked it up and, like, kind of half-jumped the second one. And I was like, oh, no, I just messed up. And they told me, like, hey, none of that. You know, you, you can't be jumping uh, at all on the first lap in, uh, in here. So I... They gave me a, a warning, thankfully. Yeah, a slap on the wrist, so to speak. I think that there's a loophole. So how it works is you can't you can't jump anything as far as both wheels touching the downside. Um, so I guess with whoops, that's a bit of a gray area. And uh, it's funny when you see like the MX Nationals, like those guys or like the Outdoor Nationals we have over here, they won't jump stuff on the sight lap, but they'll like high-speed scrub stuff and kind of mono and just get their front wheel on the downside. It's 
yeah, there's a little bit of a gray area, but um, yeah, you can't jump stuff on the first lap. But what I was getting at is when the green flag came out, it was like you, Blos, Osby, like all you American guys, because obviously in AMA Supercross, you guys can jump everything first lap. Um, you were just hammering from the get-go. And I think, I think the Aussie guys are starting to catch on to that now, but your intensity from America on those opening laps of practice is it's pretty impressive to see. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, w- I think I was telling the team, you know, they were like, you were quad open from as soon as they threw the green flag. And it's just, I, I guess it's kind of built into our system just because when you have 20 dudes in Supercross, you know, like Dylan Fernandez, Adam Cincerella, Chase X, and all those guys doing it around you, well, you better be doing it or you, you might get landed on you. know what I mean, so like you don't really have a choice. Like you got to get with it or just get out of the way. So um, that's one thing I did learn this year is like practice over there. I mean, I've had a tougher time in practice in the States than I have ever in the race. I've gotten bumped in practice more in the States than I have in the race. It's just, it's wild. Like we all, and I started kind of getting into that groove. Like you just go for it. And uh, yeah, it kind of, it was that way this weekend. I, I remember just kind of taking off and all of us were wide open. And the practice was over before I even knew it. And I'm like, I didn't feel like we did any did anything. And they're like, dude, you were out there wide open the whole time. I'm like, oh, was I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the adrenaline takes over. And, I mean, it looks like you watch Race Day Live from the States. It looks like you guys are just a bunch of wild animals trying to kill each <laughs> other in the, the, the West Coast practices. Yeah. Honestly, it's crazy how um, – but I guess, look, Supercross is intense and you need a clear lap, right? So everyone's just trying to get that real estate to, uh, to get some fresh air, I guess you could say. That's right. And then, you know, you have guys that are better at um, – and laying that one solid lap down than others. And to where me, it, it takes me a couple in a row. I can't really kind of go for the Christoph Purcell like one and done. I have to do a couple in a row. So, yeah, I like to get as many laps as I, as I can in. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Christoph, his, his one lap was at the, end of the se- at the end of the sessions were ridiculous. But um, so, hey, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit. I want to talk about a couple things. First of all would be your year in the States real quick. So uh, you're on the Traders Yamaha team. Is that right for this year? Um, yes. So were you always on that team or did you end up getting that ride when McAdoo moved on? I can't remember exactly how it went. Can you, can you fill us in on what the goal was there? So last year when arena cross was finished, um, didn't really know what was going to happen. And I got in touch with her. Gavin got a hold of me and we started talking about coming over to Australia and doing the Supercross series, which, I've been wanting to do for many years, so I was really excited about that. So you and said then right about uh, that. Gavin is in Gavin Faith? No, Gavin Eels. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, um, yeah, scratch that. Yeah. Yep. So Gavin <laughs> Eels got in touch with me about coming over uh, and racing over here in Australia. So around that time in 2018, Christina Denny called me, which was the cycle trader team manager. And it all just kind of happened at the same time. She was like, What are you doing next year? I'm like nothing, and she offered me a full a full ride, which was full year in the states in 2019. So it was kind of good because I came over here, got used to the Yamaha, did a lot of testing, a lot of racing on the Yamaha. And then as soon as I got home in 2018, got to work, and then got ready for the West Coast Supercross, and I did all of the West Coast. Uh, unfortunately, I hurt my hand um, with about three rounds to go, and then we did outdoors, and I kind of dinged up my knee right at the end of outdoors like um it was kind of like a hematoma on it so it, i just had to ice it and rest it and relax it so uh it didn't both series didn't end how i wanted them to but uh, i had some good rides in kind of the 
the midst of it. Yeah, it's um, it seems like you've been building in the states for a few years now, and obviously, um, you know, we all listen to the the different shows in America, and and I think you've been building a little bit of a buzz uh, for yourself as far as your progression, um, which is really cool to see, man. Because you know, the, I think there's two different journeys in the states, right? You got the amateur prodigies that seems like they're they're signed to factory teams when they're 12 years old, and you know they have free four year deals, whatever it is, and they're getting paid crazy money and and I don't know your exact story, Jacob, but it sounds like you're more of the journeyman kind of, um, you know, kid that come out of amateurs and has had to work, uh, you know, work through the ranks. Is, is that kind of where you've been at? Yeah, amateurs for me was, um, I wouldn't say a breeze. Uh, I did win a lot of titles. I, I won Loretta's a couple times and um, was with Team Green and stuff for a long time. And just when it was all said and done, uh, yeah, I didn't have a ride going to the pros. So two years um, I just contemplated hanging it up just because it is really expensive. I had no money. Uh, I was just a young kid um, and just kind of thought to myself, like, dang, after all this racing and all this work that I've done throughout my whole youth career, you know, there, there wasn't really much light at the end of the tunnel. So um, that's when I stepped into Arena Cross and kind of found a home there and, and made a, a really good career there and made a lot of money, um, found a home at Babbitt which was nice and then when that was all said and done I mean I, I really realistically I thought I would you know retire racing arena arena cross like I never thought so did that, you, that would uh, go away did you finish off arena cross when arena cross finished itself as a series that was kind of when you were done with it right yeah so uh, when I won the title in 2018 that was the last I mean it's still going but that was the last of that kind of like series that was like the Amsoil arena cross like it it kind of had like the the big backing behind it just because it had been around for so many years. Yeah. That would have been a bittersweet deal knowing that you'd won and then it was all over. Um, what's that other arena cross series they're doing over there now? The kicker. So yeah. The kicker one has taken over and it's like last year it was, I mean, it's just kind of getting going and, and I hope it builds a lot of steam just because I felt like arena cross helped me moving into supercross like this year when I, when I started in the West coast, um, the transition wasn't so hard. Like I know a lot of these kids coming out of, you know, Loretta's and amateurs and they move right into the supercross. It's, I mean, it's a completely different world, different racing. So, um, it kind of throws them, you know, you see guys get hurt and, you know, then they're on the sidelines and they kind of get forgot about just because supercross is so gnarly. Yeah. And it's kind of the same over here. So like in the, in the MX nationals we have here, we have what, what's called a, a MXD, uh, under 19s class so when the kids come out of juniors or amateurs is what you guys call it um they have to do their first year of racing in the mxd class before they can go uh, to mx2 or mx1 as pros um but with supercross over here we don't have a development class so like all the you know the kids out of mxd that are you know 17 whatever years old they're trying to qualify with guys like yourself and um it's pretty gnarly big step up you know it is i mean it, it really is tough just because I mean, myself, I, I've been doing this, uh, the, the indoor stuff, you know, Supercross, Arena Cross since 2014. So what, I'm working on my, my fifth, sixth year, you know what I mean? So I, I know each year just for myself, I've gotten that much more confident, comfortable. And, and that's what happens, you know, when, when you do it year after year. And um, so when you're a younger kid, you know, 17, 18, you're racing a guy like me who's 25, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit, bit of a difference. Jacob, I just wanted to briefly touch base on, uh, you know, your motocross results this year uh, over in the U.S. Uh, you got 
top 10 finishes in Florida and Southwick. Uh, after Supercross over here, would would you be, you know, uh, warm to the idea of, you know, doing a series over here? Would you be, you know, or yeah, are like, you kind of planning on Have you spoken back? with Gavin about that? Maybe potentially doing MX Nationals in Australia or is that something you'd look at doing? Yeah, so um, right now just kind of trying to keep my options open. I have spoken to Gavin um, about, uh, we actually talked about it um, last week. So right before round one, I went into his office and just kind of threw it up in the air to see what he would even, what he was even thinking, you know what I mean? Because I didn't know what he had yeah. going on yeah. um, and just threw it on him. And he said that he definitely wanted to, to talk quite a bit more about it um, and just nice. kind of see where see where it took us. Um and yeah, I've just tried to get as much background. I mean, I watch, but um, I, I kind of want to see some video of some of the, of the outdoor tracks just because I've heard they're they're not quite like a lot different than what we have, but it is a lot different. Like you guys race during the winter to where we race in outdoors the during the summer. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. a little bit different. And um, it depends on the, the depends on the year. Some years we have a really good series, no mudders, really good winter, and then some years it. Like this year, it got pretty wild. There's a few mud races, but um, it'll be cool to see. I mean, I don't know if you know the history of, of the team you're riding for, but you know, Circo Yamaha has been around a very long time, and they're one of the, I'd say they're like the pro circuit of um, yeah. MX2 over yeah. here in Australia. Like Gavin, not like he's the Mitch Payton, but he's he's that equivalent guy. You know, they've won a lot of championships, and there's a lot of prestige that comes with that seat that you have. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you know that, Jacob, but that team is uh, its one of the longest standing in the pits here in Australia. Yeah, I, I just, all those guys, I take my hat off to them just because um, just everyone from, from Gavin to my mechanic, TZ, um, you know, just everyone uh, on the team is just so well-spoken, so professional. And just when I came over last year, they all made me feel right at home. And then this year, coming back and knowing everyone, and, you know, it was just honestly the most, gratifying thing on the weekend at Brisbane was just repaying them with the win just because I wanted to win so bad last year for them just because they, they I mean they took the trouble to get me all the way from you know America over here and it's, it's not easy and just accommodate me and get me a vehicle and, and put me up in a house and just all the stuff that comes with coming over here so to yeah. be able to go over the finish line and, and to repay them even Gavin with the win you know it was uh, it was really nice it was an emotional night for for myself and the team, it's been a while since uh, I had won a race. I mean, I'm not going to lie, you know, getting fifth and stuff in Supercross is nice, but it's nothing like winning, you know. Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, that yeah, winning feeling uh, never never gets old. So, um, no, no. So, I yeah, saw, to share uh, it with the team, it was, it was nice. Yeah, I saw Gav. Like I said, I was right at start gate all night, and I seen uh, when you pulled in, you know, Gavin, like, you guys gave a, it gave you a big hug and a pat on the back, and it looked pretty emotional. So it was cool. You know, because that's, yeah, that's pretty unusual for Gavin. He's a pretty stern individual. Like You can't really <laughs> read him all that well. Um, so, yeah, to see him, you know, doing that with you, I could tell it meant a lot to him, you know. No, it was nice. And I, I just I had remember telling him, you know, because when I called him, I actually called him this year to, to ask if I could come back just because he had, you know, Nathan Crawford and Aaron Handy. So he really didn't need another guy. You know what I mean? So I was like, pretty much begging him to come back and I remember telling him like Gavin like I can win for you and he's like you think so and I'm like yes I can win for you so that, like I said it was just nice to kind of repay him with that at the first round and um and the team going one two was just the icing on the cake yeah no that was great I mean Aaron was he was on it man I think uh 
he was a big surprise to everybody. Everyone knows he can ride Supercross, but man, when when Aaron Tanney's on, he he was on point uh, in Brisbane. So what a night for Gavin and the Circo Yamaha team. But uh, hey, guys, uh, Jacob Hayes here on the AMX Australian Supercross Show, brought to you by Recoverate. Recoverate bringing you Jacob Hayes. Try it on the website at checkout. We'll get you ten dollars off your first bottle of Recoverate. Um, so make sure you check that out. But uh, hey, Jacob, we're going to run in just a second, mate, because the show's really behind schedule. That's my fault uh, for getting you on so late. But hey, maybe next week I'll finally remember that we have daylight savings. Um, so before we get to Adelaide, obviously a way bigger track, um, more of an AMA spec deal. Um, look, obviously the goals for the for the series is to keep winning, get the championship. So um, I'd say that's the goal. I'm speaking on your behalf. But where where do you uh, where do you want to see things go from here, mate? What's the game plan? Yeah, it's just um, I had another good day today and just kind of finished off the week strong and just go into there um, with the same mindset as I did this weekend. Just take each race, each gate drop, you know, as it is. And, you know, whatever you're presented, just try to make the best out of it. Um, you know, every race can't go. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows each race. So you just got to minimize the mistakes. And, yeah, just go out there and try to nail my starts and, and just ride my own laps. You know, you can't really let anyone affect what's going on inside your head. So, um, you know, if we do that, I feel like uh, it'll be a good result. 100%, mate. So I got one more question for you. So you're from North Carolina or South Carolina? Where are you from? North Carolina. North Carolina. All right. So I, I spent a lot of time in the States back in the day. I used to live in Atlanta and drive up and down a lot. Um, so how's a boy from, from North Carolina feel about you're – in, you're in Brisbane, right? Staying with the team, so to speak? Yep, yep. Um, bit of a difference from North Carolina to Brizzy, would you say? Uh, yeah, a little bit of a difference. I'd say the food here is, um, incredible. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it is. Just like it really is. We have a lot of fried chicken. Barbecue, you ain't got no cracker barrel over like here, you know, <laughs> Waffle House, no 24 yeah, yeah. hour Waffle so, House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the, all the country fixings, uh, back home, but, uh, no, I enjoy it here. I, last year I had a blast and this year it's just been that much better. And, um, just the sights and, how active everyone is it's uh it's nice obviously driving on the wrong side of the road in the car is the biggest change but uh yeah. this year i've adjusted much better yeah you got to watch out for that one it'll get you in trouble i feel it's always worse going back to the states like whenever you go back because uh you guys you turn what is it you can turn on red can, on the left i can't remember now yeah you can turn left on red on red yeah if you do yep, that here, yep. you'd be in a world of trouble. Dude, I did it here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, oh, well, hey, and um, also, this year, the, the dang magpies, I, they were telling me about them last year, and I never saw them. But this year, I've almost gotten attacked like six times on the bicycle, so those things are dangerous. No, well, the, Mag- the Maggies are real. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll, they're a world of trouble. Welcome to Australia. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks it's the snakes and the spiders, but that little bird. Look out. Yeah, it'll come after you, and it won't leave you alone either. <laughs> no, well, no, until you're gone, and uh, if if they can smell your American, and you, you got to watch out. It's even them. worse. Have you got? Have you had? A, <laughs> have you had a drop bear encounter yet? Have you found out about them? What are those? The drop bears? No, nope, I haven't heard about that. Well, right. you better look out. Yeah, whenever you're in a wooded area, mate, you just got to. Especially just, in the dark, bro. Don't go yeah, out in the dark. They they drop down from the trees, and yeah, it's it's not good. So just watch your back with that. What are they like? They're, they're like a they're like a former koala bear, but they mutated into. Um, <laughs> we're just we're just messing with you, man. It's something that Aussies get the tourists with drop bears. So, uh, yeah, okay. we're just giving you a hard time. Yeah, bro. sorry, no, man. I, I didn't think you'd bite on that one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, I, I went for the past because I mean. You got freaking birds trying to attack you while you're on a bicycle. Heck, you didn't walk down the road without the trucker trying to get you. So, I mean, I wouldn't. 
It's yeah, a wild place over there. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till you see. Have you seen any snakes at the Supercross track or anything yet? No, saw a big, uh, big iguana today. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see any last year, but uh, I reckon we'll probably see some this year just because it is quite a bit warmer and we're staying later than we are. We, we're staying like a month later this year than we did last year. So uh, that'll be quite a bit more into your guys' summer, right? Yeah, man. Well, let me tell you, when you might get lucky enough to see some of our snakes up there and um, – yeah, they'll they'll keep you on your toes when you see them. Tell you what, <laughs> no, I, I I'm hoping, crossing my fingers that I don't see them because we went to the zoo last year and I saw a couple in their habitat and I'm like, if I saw that thing close to me, yeah, I would not because I'm not a fan of snakes, so yeah, I wouldn't do good. No, it's what it gets you is like, um, you know, you go to the track and there's a tire sitting on the inside of a turn or something. You go to move it and you lift it up and they're underneath or. Yeah, it, Ooh, it, yeah. It gets you going real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would be, I'd be in trouble. But anyway, mate, <laughs> hey, Jacob, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Congratulations on the win in Brizzy, and um, I'll come see you at uh, Adelaide, and um, yeah, it'd be good to meet you in person, man. Thanks a lot. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, see you, buddy. See you, mate. See ya. All right, guys, Jacob Hayes on the uh, AMX Australian Supercross Show, brought to you by Recoverate on the Inside Dirt Network. Um Use the code Inside Dirt on AMX's website at checkout to save 10%. Use the code TRYIT on Recoverate's website at checkout to save $10 on your first bottle. And um, yeah, Jake, Jacob Hayes, the Americans are always such a good interview. So good. It's so, like such a wealth of knowledge. Like he, he did obviously really well this year and you get, you know, it was pretty in depth as well, of, you know, what's he's been up to. And it's, uh, he's a sick dude as well. Yeah, they're always so polite and knowledgeable I, I like it man but, but mate um, we almost had him with the old drop s I, when I, I went with it i know when i went with it i was like no way <laughs> is he going with this and he just what's yeah uh, uh, i felt kind of bad i, was I like, did oh. too i was like man we <laughs> we live on air we're mean yeah, yeah. we well, are to me i did i thought he'd be like oh yeah they told me about that the first week i was here last year and then yeah. i was like oh i gotta run with this now might have to have a word with the circo guys for not you know. yeah you gotta mess with him a bit more um but hey, um, so we're an hour and 44 minutes in. We haven't talked about SX1 yet, Andy. SX1. So, hey, if you guys have listened this long, which I sincerely hope you have, um, let's talk about SX1. Let's Sorry about that, guys. It's my fault. But you know what? It's free entertainment. Give so him all the hate on Joe. Get onto JS underscore Joe Stevens on Instagram <laughs> and just blow up his DMs. Hate mail, dude. Yeah, just I, uh, blow me I out. I need to go to sleep. <laughs> on an inability to tell the time interstate. But you know what? It's all good. We made it work. So SX1... Um, it was the Justin Brayton show. Yep. Like, end of, from the first lap of practice that I saw JB going to them whoops, I knew it was over. For it really looks else. like he doesn't touch the whoops. It just, like, looks like he just skims over the top, just barely touching them. Honestly, and I'm not exaggerating, if he was going into them whoops, maybe five kilometers an hour faster than anybody else would, would be not an exaggeration. Yeah. Like, everybody else was doing that left. You saw it, Donnell, before the whoops. He would come across the start straight. And there was a rut and it went into the whoops and everyone would hammer it on the 450 and and um, ease up and kind of bup, 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 and start going. Yeah. JB, I was watching him, he'd, he'd do the triple into the rhythm in the main. So he'd go probably second out of the turn. Yep. And then he'd click up off the triple out into third. And then I think he was clicking again. No. Maybe. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But Fourth on a 450 is a big Maybe he was not grabbing fourth. No, nah, maybe not. He was going fast, but he wasn't grabbing fourth. Okay, so maybe he was just shifting a third out of the rhythm. But yeah. either way, right? And then he would come out of that turn, crack it, and all the way through yeah. was wide open. You know what's crazy? He probably didn't touch 
the I reckon second his, whip. his back wheel touched the third or the fourth whip. Easily. Yeah, like that's how much he was going into him. And what's crazy is not one time he would have felt out of control. No, not one. And you know what? Like, he didn't even look close to getting out of control at all. Like, no. Just smooth the entire way. Like everybody else, and I mean everybody else, was like Metcalf, Reardon, Clout, were like the guys that were on, were the guys, on yeah. that level yeah. with him within a few tenths or whatever. Um, they were all getting to the end of the whoops, jumping out, huckabucking. I didn't see Brayton do that once. No. Not, not, not one time. And you weren't? No. And it was scary. Like, um, even in Super Bowl. Um, so we've got the Super Bowl results here. So qualifying went, uh, Heat 1 was Luke Clout. Somehow Todd Waters, I said this on the live show, like Todd hasn't been riding. He broke both his thumbs at Day in the Dirt. I think that's a fairly decent... Oh, mate. But I seen him on the track walk and I was like, when to shake his hand? And then he had gloves on already. Yeah. And like some cast thing on his thumb that they taped to his gloves, like yeah. some Edward his scissor hand stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I just said to him, like, I'm, I don't want to shake you. I just kind of gave him like, hey, how you doing? Um, but yeah, hats off to him. Second in the heat was Gnarly. Boppo got third. Riker's fourth. Cody Dice fifth. So top four from the main, straight to the main was uh, Riker's bopping waters and clout. Heat two, Brayton killed it. Um, Meddy second. Dylan Long third. Daniel Ridden fourth. Caleb Ward. Um, first Supercross, he he was running second or third for the majority of that heat race and um, got passed at the end, but that was really cool to see Wardy run up front. Um, I think it would be good for his confidence as well. I mean, you know, if he keeps running up the front and he keeps doing decent, you know, coming into motocross, if he knows that he's done good in Supercross, if he can get a ride, you know, I think he'll be a guy to look out for for sure. So the guys that qualified out of the B main was um, Riker's... And uh, no, no, Rikers qualified straight out of the heat. Sorry, it was um, Kay- no, Wardy didn't. Who the hell qualified out of the B man? I'm trying to figure this out. It would have been Richie Evans, I believe. Yeah, Evans and um, and what Grady Evans Grady, and Grady yeah. qualified out of the B main. Yeah, it's just that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. F- yeah, Caleb Ward was fourth in the B main. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's why. Th- these results still confuse me. But anyway, so <laughs> let's get to the main events because this is painful trying yeah. to figure out these results. JB, I mean, his starts are – his start technique is something that needs to be studied in um, coaching schools around the world. Yeah. Because I watched him nail two whole shots on the most inconsistent start that, you know, we've seen in a long time with Supercross. Like, it wasn't long. It was an arena cross track. The turn was – wide open to get blown out. Yeah. He wasn't going all the way to the inside. He was kind of in the middle. And he does, he, he, you know, number one, that bike, whatever ignition they're running oh, and dude. motor settings. HRC bike, dude. Yeah, that thing's like done up. His shift from second to third and he rolls his hips and just... It's gone. It's not that noticeable. I just studied it and watched it. He does this little shuffle with his hips and he shifts the gear yeah. and stays locked in with his, with his hips and, and doesn't really stand up. And it just it just gets half a bite length on those factory bikes next to him. Yeah. And it's game over. But here's the thing, though. Every time that Justin Brayton goes out to ride, he's doing starts. Every single time. I've seen, you know, every time that I was at club, every time that I was, you know, anywhere with him. No, you're right. He's doing he starts. Was at Mosig's a few years ago, it was the same deal. Because, you know, that's, that's half the race gone. Especially in that small, you know, small... Brisbane well, that, arena. That was the difference. I mean, main number one, he kind of checked out. Honestly, let's talk about main one. It was Brayton from Medi. Yeah. Uh, Reardon third, Clout fourth, 
Bopo fifth, Waters sixth, seventh was Long, eighth was Evans, nine was Featherstone, and ten was Rikers. Um, but yeah, that first main, you know, he was pretty much good and clear. Um, T who impressed me though, and Darnell, you could probably touch on this with being there. Metcalf looked really good all day. Matty was in that first main, just those two Hondas out front. Yeah, it, there was just. It looked something, like, something about it. I don't know. Something about that team right now, man. Like what Uribe's doing with that program and, and the, the HRC input with Brayton. And yeah. Don't take it away from CDR, though. Like Ridden and no. Cloudy in that first heat, man, he was moving. Yeah. I just, he didn't get the starts in the main. That was that, the only thing. That was the only issue there. But And I think he was conscious of, he had some crashes in practice. I think he didn't want to throw it away at round one. Man, just. Wait for Adelaide. I think Cloud. You think? Uh, I'm yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just going to shine think some light on uh, the lap times here. Twenty-two nine one was the fastest lap time, but from Justin Brayton. Twenty-three three seven four. Brett Metcalf in it. Yeah, uh, main one. Main one. So it was t- nearly half a second. That's a lot on that track. On that track. Yeah, that's a lot. Um. So yeah, I mean Brayton. Look, let's be straight up. He he was even in the second main. Uh, twenty-two nine. Best time, Dan Reardon, 23-4. Luke Clout, 23-2. So, Cloudy matched him nearly in the second mm-hmm. main. Um, but So, that was main number one. It was Brayton, Metcalf, Reardon. Um, dude, Reardon, did, you wouldn't have seen a lot, Donnell, being in the rig with the, the TV recording. But Reardon, he comes from dirt track, right? Yeah. And I, I should have asked him this last week, but I, I didn't. Um, watching him after that rhythm going across flat the turn speed. Track, dude, his so flat turn fast, speed. man ridiculous and and the way like when he's in traffic he makes passes on them flat turns and it's like he drags his inside foot on the flat turn but this flat turn was third year across the start straight like it was a big 90 right yeah and he's dragging his foot with this weird dirt track heel slide thing that he does dude more but pe- i guarantee he's like locked in you know oh, like no he ain't going anywhere that- but like yeah it's just getting as much traction as he can. He's for, locking in. He's just For any going. of you kids going to a Supercross that listen to this for the rest of the season, you watch Dan Reardon on a flat turn yeah. because that that is next level. Like, just nasty. Faster just, than anybody. Yeah. Brayton, Medi. Yeah. Like, and I was so impressed with that. Um, uh, so it's cool. You know what I like being trackside? Because normally I'm doing TV at MX Nationals and stuff. But can't see anything. Well, not I can't see anything, but I'm not on the track you know yeah. with this round i was doing some stuff with with my company id media like event coverage for some teams and some brands with socials but i was watching every little thing when they were coming by and yeah. man what reardon was doing on them flat turns it was so impressive but reardon he's going to be a legit contender this year like it's going to be reardon and cloud it's basically cdr versus Penrite because cloudy was on it metcalf was on it and can Metcalf do it in Adelaide is the question. But, right, main two. Brayton gets the win again. Reardon, um, Luke Clout third. Dylan Long fourth. Brett Metcalf. So, Metcalf goes down. He got slammed um, before the finish, right, Donnell? Yeah, I think. By yeah. who got him? Uh, someone got him. It'll come to me. Yeah, I can't remember. I just, Metcalf went in. He didn't yeah. come out. He was with someone. Um, maybe Cloudy. I think it might have been Cloudy that got him. Am I right? It's the one part of the track I couldn't see from where I was. But anyway, yeah. so Medi went down. So he was on the ground that long, Andy, that he he went down at the end of the lap before the finish. Yeah. And by the time he got going, he rolled the finish and and uh, Brayton was coming out of the turn to jump the finish jump as Medi rolled down the landing. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at sixth place, Todd Waters got lapped. Yeah. So I think Medi was on the lead lap and basically uh, – 
Brayton was chasing him down and Matty, not only did he not get lapped, he kind of pulled away a little bit. And uh, well, that was gnarly. So Matty, you know, he passed Waters, Rikers. He got on the backside of Longy, but he just couldn't make it happen to get fourth. Yeah. Um, but it went Brayton, Reardon, Clout, Long, Matty. That was your top five. Um, shout out to Jaden Rikers because uh, he did really well, you know. Um, where did he end up overall? Jaden Rikers, ninth overall. Probably doesn't say a lot, but that's his first Supercross. And, and Richie Evans, I think, did fairly well. If you're getting eighth overall, that's pretty sick. Richie too. did good yeah. too. Um, on that, like he's been on that 450 now for what he uh, this season. But I think it's his first real season having to crack at Supercross. So same as Jane Rock. Oh no, he he's the one that crashed with Tanny, that but. Was Oh, it was Mitch, oh, his brother. But I sorry. think he has had some experience. But Jaden Rikers, this is his first year, right? Yeah, it is. And and I was out with not with Jaden. I was out at the track, and Jaden was there the other week. Yeah, um, I was doing some work with with another rider, and uh, look, he looked okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he looked like he was going to get ninth overall in SX one. First year is always the toughest. The thing is, this is where Evans and Rikers, when we go to Adelaide, and there's big threes and there's big whoops and there's probably dragon backs yeah. and all that gnarly stuff that yeah. really separates people. It's all confidence, you know. It is. Um, but hey, hats off to Jaden, hats off yeah, to Rikers, Evans, even Featherstone. Like Lawson Bopping, seventh overall. Uh, Longy, yeah, Bopping looked good, man. He had good speed early. I think he just faded. I don't know if it's. To he he came off the main in the first one. I think he got past, like, where did he end up in main one? He was. Main one, he ended up awesome uh, bopping. Fifth, but he ran fifth. up front at the beginning, I think, kind of further up, did he? Yeah, he was running up front. And his when technique he, is still oh, like it's, it's his full. technique in the whoops and the jumps the next level. Honestly, I think he was too tall for that arena, is probably the truth. But he he came off the track back to the gates for main two and he was just like, Woo! Like you could see he was just heart rate was blown. Yeah. Um but you know, for Boppo, we all know the health issues he has. He he holds it together. But um he looked good too. So yeah, it's, um, you know, look at the guys that, that did make the main, like Dylan Wood, Caleb Ward, um, Joel Whiteman, you know, um, some guys there that made the main, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, the one that stood, Jesse Dobson, he got sixth in the B main. Yeah, Dob- That's Dobson. That's not what nah, we really expected from Jesse. And I, I hate to say it, but this is somewhat of a thing with Jesse. Like, he does it in MXN as well. Like, he'll make Super Pole. He qualified so well at Supercross. Like, I think, I don't know whether they just – it's not working out for him to put it together in the races. I don't know whether it's luck or consistency or I don't know, but that's where that privateer program when sometimes... When he wants to, like I said, in qualifying, when Jesse wants to, oh, he puts it all together. The he's speed is so next fast. level, you know? Like, he's got it, doesn't he? Always um, has. But it's it's putting it together in the races, and unfortunately, he's struggling right now. Uh, notable mentions, Jackson Richardson oh, did not yeah. make the main event. <laughs> what did the go was that? Uh, look, I don't know. I, I think... I don't want to speak on what happened because I don't really know, but I, he crashed in practice. Yeah. Was that practice or qualifying? He about did a backflip. Yeah, that was qualifying, I think. Yeah. He went wheel tap, half flip. Yeah, I don't know. He just fully looped out, put up the probably the sickest Instagram video of the year with the Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Oh, I'm flying through the air. You know what? He, uh, you know, <laughs> If you can't laugh at yourself, then, you know. He has a really cool sense of humor. Yeah. I like Jackson. He's a sick dude, for sure. I, I was going to have him on the live show in the pits, but then, like I said, he was icing his foot and yeah, his yeah. bike was all blown out. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to bother. Try and get him for Adelaide? I hope so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Jax didn't qualify. I think there was some confusion with the heat race. Like, he didn't make it out of the heat. And then I think he thought there was an LCQ before the B main. And then I think, don't quote me on that. That's just what I heard. Um, so, yeah, he is going to be looking for some redemption in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, any other sort of notable mentions for SX1? 
I kind of wanted to talk about Dylan Long. Do you think he's going to be a top three guy this year? Uh, not not top three. As long as he had the potential to be top five, yeah. What about in a round? That's a tough tall. That's a tall order, man. Like Reardon, Reardon, Clout, and Medi and Brayton. I mean, he's done it in the past in CDR. He's he's been a top three guy in Supercross. I think yeah, so. Long last yeah, year, yeah think. true. I mean, look, if the cards fall in his favor, like I'm not ragging on Longy at all. The kid's got skills, but unless someone goes down in the first turn or as a DNF, I don't see him getting on the podium. Just yeah. just because those top guys, at, at least in first. Brisbane, yeah. CDR and and Penrite Honda. No one's catching them, boys. Yeah. Like, straight up. That was some next-level speed. Yeah. Um, but, hey, as long as you have the talent, we all know he does. Oh, no. It's no doubting that. Yeah. Um, no. You know, see where it goes. Yeah. He definitely, you know, like I said, if Reardon goes down in the first turn or if Medi goes down in the first turn and, yeah. and long he's second on the first lap, could he get third? Like, yeah, he could. Yeah. Um, we're going to see. I guess we will. Yeah. So, top three. Adelaide. Adelaide. Who you got? Metcalf. Okay. Brayton. You're going to go Metcalf with the nut with the dove, yeah, huh? Nah, he's going to do it again. It's going to go Medi, Medi, Brayton, Brayton, and Ridden. Ridden. Yeah. What about you, Dana? What you thinking? You go first, Andy. You guys can say Medi too, like if you think. Nah, dude, I don't want that. <laughs> so I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again. Luke Clout number one. Damn it, you took my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Clout number one, Brayton number two, and Metcalf number three. Oh uh, no, no, take it back. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Wait, did I said Brayton number two? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's good then. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go Brayton one, Clout second, Metcalf third with Reardon in fourth. All right. And okay. it's going to be a damn good race. Uh, I think uh, it'll it be is. some good racing. It's a different track, bigger layout, you know. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited. I'm commentating the venue at Adelaide. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. I haven't done venue commentary. The last venue Supercross I did, I did, Remember the straight rhythm they did in Tasmania, Rhythm X? Back in you like did that? I did that. I commentated that. Right. Banger won that, yeah? He won SX2, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that event was crazy. I was waiting for the, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Banger was on it that night. Yeah. He rode the 40 class too and got like a fifth or something, I think. Really? Maybe. That's when Banger was going off, like yeah. riding before he had a yeah, little injury. sometimes we forget that Duran can actually ride a bike. If uh, he's listening to that's this, right. I think you're not blowing your ego up. You yeah. still suck. <laughs> But we will see him in Adelaide, I think. Hopefully. Yeah. I saw him riding. Call him real quick. Call him. Let's just try and call him. But yeah, that, that was the last Supercross I did as a venue commentator. That yeah. was really fun. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to do Adelaide. Um, mix it up a bit. Mix it up. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think so. I think it'd be all right. Um, but yeah, Adelaide, um, it's going to be interesting full-size track. Like Brayton's going to excel. I just think the hometown crowd is what uh, is going to carry Medi carry Medi forward, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I hope so. Hello. Oh, oh he yeah. answered the phone. <laughs> Duran Stapleton. What's going on? Oh, not much, mate. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, we were just talking and, um, you know, I was saying that I'm doing venue commentary at Adelaide this weekend and I said the last Supercross commentary I did was uh, straight rhythm in Tasmania back in the day and, and I think you won that, right, in SX2? Yeah, just the TV bus. Yeah, so um, then we got talking about how you can actually ride Supercross, and then we figured we'd give you a call and see if you're going to be on the line at Adelaide. Uh, I don't know, yeah. I, um, <laughs> it's only Monday, I'm right? I'm trying to work out, well, um, if I can get some wheels and a few things organised tomorrow, I'll, um, I'm contemplating it. Because so the word I'm on the street is you're, you're going pretty well at the practice tracks from what I'm hearing. Well, who told you that? That's fucking <laughs> talking about it, huh? I actually, I was going to say... Uh, 
have you found a lawyer after that case you had uh, of yeah. the freestyle ramp uh, <laughs> that I saw on Saturday? Because uh, you didn't touch the down ramp, just just the top. No, I didn't think we were going to be telling people about that. <laughs> oh, so, the freestyle ramps are I thought, I thought it was all over. He hit the thing in about second gear, half throttle. So, yeah, didn't want to go yeah. long and ended up going. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to go long because my side of the ramp was um, 27 and no one had told me that they had pushed it in. Oh, And so you... that's how I had to have my second shoulder echo because I went about freaking 80 feet to flat <laughs> and just ripped all the anchor points out of my shoulder. And then, well, you definitely so didn't do that. I didn't want to go long, yeah. Definitely yeah, exactly. didn't go long. Um, it was just the opposite. Hey, Banger, what was your opinion on your good buddy, Jake Williams, flipping at Brizzy? Well, I had actually spoken to him beforehand and he told me he was thinking about it, but then um, I hadn't really seen any footage of the track of that. I just did see that the, there was no way that that was possible to flip the, the down ramp because like, look how mellow it was. The out ramp. <laughs> yeah. He, look, goes, no chance. <laughs> he really got it, though. Yeah, he gave it a red hot go away, but... Um, didn't quite work out for him. But typical Jake, just bounce straight back up after a little nap and he's fine. <laughs> Bang on. I wouldn't say straight back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I wasn't there. Yeah, give so it. I don't know. He had a 10 or 15 minute snooze in the back of race safe, I think, and then he was good to go. Yeah, so he's lucky. Because that could have been bad, just rode the nose to, the, to his face. To his it was face. lucky that his face... He's lucky that his face broke his fall. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? All right, Banger, i got a question for you. Who's your picks for uh, SX2? In Adelaide. Top three, you Adelaide. Can't, you can't say yourself. Uh, I wouldn't say myself. <laughs> um, uh, I reckon, well, who was quickest? It was uh, Blois was quickest on the weekend, wasn't he, in the qualifying? In the Lisa, qualifying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I picked him last week, and I'll pick him again. Um, and then I think... Aussie will be good because he won that first one. Uh, and then you have to think that Oldenburg will step it up. Otherwise, he, yeah, might as well pack it up and go home. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he's going to remember that in yeah, practice well, he, when he sees you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, he needs to get it together. It's only a five-round series. And you'd think with the... Like with the team he's coming off and, and you know his potential he should go out and beat everyone get it together so, they're four days out from racing you don't even know if you're going to be there yet yeah no I mean I, I well, agree Bang I think like yeah. I said it. He, I expected more from him at Brisbane but let's put it down to the first round you know and it's hard like it's not like would he have ever really raced uh, a track like that like there's not really anything separating anyone apart from the whoop and then even then if you get a bad start doesn't matter how quick you are, you're not going to catch on a little little twenty second track like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. What about SX one? So, I think, uh, well, before SX one, I reckon um, Troy Jay Wilson, um, he'll turn around this weekend because uh, he he was what arguably the quickest Aussie. Yeah, oh no, Tanny, Tanny, Tanny was probably the fastest Aussie. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, Tanny what about was on qualifying? it. Man. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but Tanny, well, yeah. the track, um, they, they had the berms really mellow in, in qualifying to kind of stop them getting blown out for the night. And then once the night show rolled around, they steepened the berms up. And then Tanny, his corner speed was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I was, I was asking Jake actually, is that because um, like in Sydney, we've always had quite little steep berms, but is it because the stands, like the seating was 
actually lowering Brisbane and Sydney. Well, yeah. Is that why they couldn't? I think actual yeah, they blocked off the first four or five seats. But I mean, Jake Carr gave it a red hot go at getting into the stands. He um, he did it. He well, he didn't get into the stands. He True. got close. Like he went off the the berm after the whoops. And I mean, yeah, had that berm been a lot bigger, he definitely would have ended up in the stands, which is not good for anybody. But it probably would have been a little bit softer than a concrete fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, probably not for the fan that the bike hit. No, no. would have hit. But <laughs> would you rather land on a, on a fan or a concrete wall? Oh, I think the promoters will prefer the concrete wall. Yeah, I think um, I think this conversation's not really going to work out either way. But um, No, it's, it, and it's just one of the things that happens with those indoors. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing have you landed that, in the stands around? I'm sure you might have had a go at one point. No, no, I never. But it's amazing that back in the day, with the two shows and that, like the Supercross Masters, did anyone ever end up in the stands? I'm pretty sure someone did. I think yeah. I've seen video of it actually. Brandon's first race. It's, it's amazing that that doesn't happen more often with those races back in the day. Yeah, it was it was the wild wild west back in yeah the nineties when it was uh, in Rod Laver Arena and they were just health and safety. What's that? What's O H and S? What? Um, so, um, but SX one, yeah. Uh, uh, you can't really go past Braden. It'll be cool if Metcalf can get it done again in Adelaide because that was a cool story last year. Um, women sort of in his home state. Um, so I'll go Brayton. Um, I think Cloudy will be good. Uh, so I'll go Cloudy second and then uh, I think I'll just put Reed in third. Or oh, no, I'll go Metcalf third, Reed in fourth. Okay. There yeah. you go. There you have it. We've all got different picks, which is cool. Um why who you got? Uh, I got Medi. Medi for the win. Reardon uh, second. Uh, no, sorry. Reard, bleh. Medi for the win. Brayton second. Reardon third. Yeah. All clout. That was where he That's what uh, I got. crashed yeah. in that ribbon last year quite big. Yeah, he had a few he had a few last year between Geelong and I, I'm not sure if that KDM gelled with Cloudy that well in Supercross though, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well hopefully they've got the same dirt and they'll be um, yeah, really good track. It's again. the same. It's the same. I was talking to uh, Mark Peterson, uh, who promotes for TBE, and uh, he was on the show earlier, and, and they're flying out tomorrow, but it's the same dirt from last year. Excuse me. So, oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, that's going to be cool, man. But, uh, hey, Bang, before we let you go, um, we're going to say Durant Stapleton brought to you by, uh, I guess, Recoverate or AMX, just all the sponsors. Durex. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, Don't swear at me. <laughs> So uh, I was going to say, what, what's your training schedule been like this week, Banger? You had any um, late night PT sessions, or what have you been up to? <laughs> no, what do you mean? No, not at all. I just, um, what did I do today? I just because right, I know you got that, that training app that you use to log your data. I think it's called Tinder, right? Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I know. I've been good. I've been grinding. Grinder. Been grinding. Getting ready. You're not going to get anything out of me. I'm. All right, Jermaine, we're going to let you go, man. Thanks for picking up, and um, hopefully we see you um, in Adelaide this weekend. Yep. All right, no worries. Thanks for that. All right, see you, mate. What a classic guy. Oh, Jermaine, it never gets old. No. You he, got to, It's good to have him on the show. You I know? Lo- I, that guy is Tell good. some home truths. He's you good know. value. Anyway, guys, um, so we've done the SX1 picks. We've done the SX1 coverage. We're two hours, ten minutes in to the uh, AMX Australian Supercross show. Brought to you by Recoverate on the Inside Dirt Network. And uh, I want to 
First of all, I apologize for my inability to tell the time interstate. Um, hopefully this show wasn't too scattered for you guys listening with the guests. Uh, and I do really want to thank everyone for their support um, so far with uh, supporting these shows um, with Supercross. It's great to be back after having a little bit of downtime from the MX Nationals. Um, the numbers have been great. Uh, we really thank you guys for listening. Um, please keep sharing it, guys. Get it out on the Instagram, um, on your stories. Um, I really appreciate that. You know, I'll share it best I can. And, um, you know, make sure you subscribe to the uh, Spotify feed. Make sure you subscribe to us on uh, the iTunes uh, podcatcher. Have you listened to it? You can, you know, you can share it um, via those platforms as well. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. On the AMX side of things, if uh, for everyone in Adelaide, we do have a store there, uh, the Blair Athol store. Oh, yeah, signings. Sorry, we didn't no. get to that yet. Oh, there's all right, my bad. Uh, 356 Main North Road, Blair Athol. Um, Bex and her team there, really, really good guys down there. So jump into uh, AMX Blair Athol. Make sure you check out the AMX store if you're local. Hey, Joe, you know, I've, I've been thinking, I really need to get some tyres, maybe some chains, you know, some gear. Where do you think I should go? I don't think you go see this guy. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Whatever, dude. He's <laughs> sketchy. Um, no, nah, actually, Darnell, um, he hooks it up. Go yeah. see him at AMX. AMX Supersource. Shop huh? online. What did AMX I get from you? 10% off, right? What did we do for you? Wheel chocks for you. Yeah, van. wheel chocks for the van was the last thing I came to saw you for, and you hooked it up real good. Yeah, I try and do my best. Yeah, so the, the van's pretty good now for the setup. But uh, AMX, use the code Inside Dirt, um, save you 10%. Even if it's something little, guys, make sure you use that code, get yourself a discount, because it's going to help us keep these sponsors coming on board the show, and we really appreciate it. Buy um, from AMX so I can keep a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Recoverate.com. Um, make sure you check out the uh, new supplement that is really helping with arm pump, um, lowering your max heart rate, and basically improving your overall health and well being. Um, I take it myself. A lot of the top MX Nationals and Supercross riders do also. Um, they're not sponsored athletes, guys. They just use the product. It really does work. Um, so make sure you check it out. Uh, Recoverate is the brand. Try it is the code at checkout to get yourself a $10 discount on your first bottle. And uh, with that, like I said, really appreciate the love, guys. Keep listening, keep sharing, keep subscribing. Um, hit me up on the DMs if you like what we're doing. If you don't like what we're doing, tell me that I'm out to lunch, that I can't tell the time, um, whatever it is. I want to hear your feedback on what you think. Um, we might do some product giveaways on the next show, maybe. We're kind of working on that. Not sure how we're going to tie it in with it not going out live, but um, we're going to work on that. We'll work something out for that. The live show from Brisbane didn't really go to plan as far as getting it out on Facebook Live. There's a, a little bit more technical side to that than I anticipated. So we'll try and, um, we'll try and get that sorted for this weekend. We Adelaide. will try and get it sorted this weekend in Adelaide, see where it goes. But um, until then, thank you very much for listening to the AMX Australian Supercross Show brought to you by Recovery on the Inside Dirt Network from me, Andy Dinicole. See ya. And Darnell. Catch you later. Catch you next time. Thank you.